But as long as I can smoke her, I wouldn't. Oh, yeah, man. Shit. Uh, let me get it started. It's episode 263 of the Honorable DJ Metal Monkey Radio Show with Slash Piff in this motherfucker. Uh, Pity that it is. Yeah. Because we behave like animals in a cage. Mainstream media in a ray. FDA plus the USA. They cast spells on the home of the brain. Three Larry Hoover, the minimum wage. And I can't vote for the games we play. And I can't vote for a better place. At a rat race pace, ain't no time to pray. Cause the spelling be spelling out the life we made. Cherish the moment of a wonderful place. Cause the bar ain't worried about mistakes today. Cutting the grass ain't keeping them snakes away. Only me and you can, we the people. Only me and you can, we the people. Only me and you can we the people. Man, I um I got a mutual friend friend, you know what I'm saying? I kind of I seen him share like a post. Um and it was the big red cover. So I nigga, I died. I was like, I got to hear this song. Like, like I stopped doing what I was doing. I said, I got to hear this song because I seen the cover. <laughs> like, like, right. And that's how I got I'm glad it touched you like that. Bro, that's how I'm I got glad it touched you like that, bro. Yeah, I got turned on your music by that. Like I was like, where this nigga been? Like, cause I've seen, I know I've I've seen you online, I've seen your face. You know what I'm saying? Like I you kind of familiar, Appreciate but, it, man. Bro, like when I seen that cover, I was like, yo, I got it, I gotta hear this. Like right. <laughs> I'm glad to test somebody like that, man. Cause I was telling about OG, I was telling about dad. I was like, man, I was like, when people peep the big red cover to OGs, like people in our age, having older, they're gonna be like, hold on, man, five heartbeats, big red. What this little nigga know about big red? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> man, dog, that shit. Then when you click on the song, the song, the cover match the song, like that shit, like. That shit slapped. Like, when I, I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit, this nigga rap. I appreciate so, it, man. Yeah, I, I really appreciate that. For real. Yo, my shit, um, you've been, uh, you dropped two days ago, uh, Ben Hood. So I've been yeah. fucking, yeah, I've been fucking with that vibe. Like, uh, with, uh, with, you just dropped the entire project? Because I've seen a couple songs floating around. You got like Right. I got this thing where I got my platform on YouTube called Two Track Friday. It'll be the two-year anniversary, February 28th of this year. So we coming up on two years of just dropping free music every Friday. I might rap on instrumentals, do a jacket for beats. I might drop an original joint, one of my own. You feel me? I, I just dropped two tracks every Friday for the past two years, man. What? That's how you doing it. Because you know what? Like, I And I like the way you drop. And I like your song. I, I like a lot about it, man. I, I I'll get into it later, but like, the, uh, I seen that it said like two track Friday, so I was like, yo, he got a plan, you know what I mean? Like, so you schedule this out. How long you been? Uh, how long you been doing that? You said like two years. Be two years, February twenty eighth, big homie. Uh, uh, this year, like I started it February twenty eighth, two years ago. What? Two years coming. Oh shit. Well, let me ask you this. What was the motivation behind doing that song, Big Red? Big Red, man, I, I love to tell you. Okay, 
<laughs> I was working with, with some, you know, a mutual friend from my brother's name, Dog Chain, and make a long story short, I was told that my music sound the same. Mm. You know, I'm a hip hopper, I'm a boom bapper. You know, you might hear me on a lot of dark Griselda music, Wu-Tang type beats, Mob Deep shit, whatever, the locks, deep block, because that's what I came up on. That's what you feel me like. I study, That's the type of music I studied, that Jay-Z nine shit. I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, so Dog I was Pittsburgh. more moved to the New York style of rap for a long, 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 long time. And I guess that, you know, he heard a bunch of those songs and just felt like, damn, bro, just all this shit sound the same. And I'm like... It's kind of impossible because I got a lot of different songs. You know, when I moved to the South, the South expanded my sound and gave me a bounce. And me being from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, I'm not necessarily an East Coast Northerner. I'm a Northerner, but I'm more like a Midwestern nigga per se as well. Right. So I adapt to the South and to the drill sound and, you know, that 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 music with more bounce, more than 808s. You feel me? I, I, I adapted that more. So they get back to the song, you know what I'm saying? So when I heard that, I, I, I it ruffled my feathers in a positive way. Not a negative way to where I want to go see everybody. Nigga, right from my favorite, like, okay, I'm going to take this challenge. I'm going to see if, you know, these niggas know what I'm on. So I'm going to drop a record. I'm going to try to find something that's completely different out my sound. You feel yeah. me? That my usual sound, the typical slash pit formula that they used to getting, which is unpredictable. But, you know, we ain't going to get in that. That's the whole reason why the song was created, you know. So right. my, my child's mom woke up one morning. I'm on, we both getting ready to go to work. And I turn on the Bootsy, the baby record, period. Are you familiar with that song? Yeah. You know Bootsy, like, period. You know, you know what I'm saying? And he got the baby on there, wailing out. So I, I love that record. I turned it on. And my baby mom, like, turn that record off. But she's smiling, bouncing her ass. <laughs> it's like 8 in the morning. I'm cheesing her, bro. I'm just looking at her cast up like, yeah, I need one of these type of beats. Right. So I went to work. And I had an hour before I got there an hour early because she had to get there an hour before me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm there an hour early. I'm just online looking for beats. And God took me to the right producer, this young boy named IDK Reef. You feel me? I want to say he's based out of Florida because he does all the up and coming like tight beats of all these new rappers like um the Spottom Gottams, the Pushaisties. You feel me? Like. But yeah. that particular beat was a the baby bootsy type beat. You feel me? So when uh, I found it, it was like God directed me straight to it. And I was like, I think I need this one. So I immediately bought it. I didn't think about it. I bought the beat immediately. And I wrote, yeah. And I wrote this song right then and there outside of the job an hour before I had to start work. Wow. You feel me? That's so and, hard. Yeah. yeah, you know what else is hard? Being at yeah. work for eight hours, holding on to a song that you can't record until you get home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, some real shit. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like, I couldn't even record the record thing, homie. Like, right after that, I couldn't even record the song. It took a few days. And let me explain. Let me finish the story, right? Go ahead. So a couple of days later, I want to say maybe three days went by. And this day I'm off. But, um... I had no idea they was going to be like the um the cleaning people was going to be spraying like paint on our building. Oh shit. We had the window up a little open a little bit. So God got me out of bed. When that happened, they sprayed the window, they lit me up a little bit. No. A little pissed off, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm up. I'm about to do this song. <laughs> and I did the song. Right. right. And my baby mom's daughter, God bless her, I let her listen to the song. You know, she's 15. Well, she just turned 16. I take that back. She just turned 16 years old, but she was 15 at the time. 
and she's hip with all the latest slang. She know what all the kids is talking about. True that. To all this good shit. So I'm like, I know this beat the kind of, you know, this beat the probably, you know, make her interested type shit. You know what I'm saying? So I let her listen to the song first after it was done. I mixed it to the best of my abilities and I let her listen to it right after it was done. And I looked at her and said, hey, Lay, do you like the song? Just like that. She looked at me with the biggest teeth. You know what I'm saying? Just happy as shit. That's the one. Okay. (laughs) You feel me? I'm like, okay. She like it. And then after that, I just start pushing it to the masses real, real slowly. Just just real slowly letting this person hear it. I I released the song digitally for streaming around June 4th or June 5th. Oh, that's hard. You know, but... And um and I just linked up with E to do the visual. Shout out to E, I shoot. Man, shout out to E, man. <laughs> real nigga, you dig? Like he looked out for me on he this. Is, one, man. Man. He's straight up. He's straight he up. He saved real. me on this, man. Cause I've been like, I had a different idea for the visual, big homie. But the thing was, is the visual that I had, I'm not financially ready for it as of yet. So right, I felt right. like I had to give this song something. You feel me? Yo. And I'm like, my two-track Friday, two-year anniversary coming out. So I wanted to get him the visual around that same time. Damn. So, you know, I'm going to hold on to the video for about, you know, until the end of the month of February. But it's going to be worth it. You know what I mean? It's going to be real special. Yeah. But that's technically how the song was born. And the way I came up with the concept of it is I always like Big Red. Let me just put this out there. Five Heartbeats is one of my favorite movies. Like, as a child, I was five years old watching this movie on VCR, videotape. You know what I'm saying? That's that shit. Actively. Actively. (laughs) I was in love with JT and them boys. Like, JT taught me how to pull a hoe. You feel me? (laughs) Buck taught me how to write songs on a hoe. You know what I mean? Like, Big Red taught me not how to to not sign a 360, nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Eddie Kane told me, nigga, when I pop this bean, nigga, you might be a little late to the show, but nigga, right. you better know, nigga. You feel yeah, me? Like, yeah. I, I got experiences from all of them. Choir boy, you can, they gonna see another side of you when you lit. You f- hey, what no cookies at? No, 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 not the bug, not the weed, not the gas, not the lab. I'm talking about them real cookies. Oh, okay. Maybe one of them Oreos over there. Okay. They talking about my shit sound the same. Fuck them cookies. Pit it in this big flavor, big tape. What you gon' tell Piff? I make them flip. She wanna fuck my kicks. Spaz on them, Piff. They only love you when you lit. Tried to put an ounce in the blunt, it almost broke my wrist. They used to sleep on Piff. Bed, bath, and beyond. My trap was a telethon on Ponce de Leon. I got five heartbeats. I don't feel no emotions. My office, action out the battle. where my office is open. Feel me? Dress it. He had to hold it down for his woman, but he was still on the road. You feel me? Like, what? all that- of them were some real niggas, and none of them died. You dig? Like, what? I feel like that movie was dope as hell, man. You broke that shit down, like, in real time. Like, I never thought about it, but it do hit our subconscious like that. Yes, especially, sir. Especially if you're a black artist. You know what I mean? Like, it, you right. Like, I feel you. <laughs> I feel like God had me watching that movie obsessed with it for a reason, big homie. I didn't understand why. And so now, like you said, I was able to break it down for you. That's how much I watched that movie. Oh, me too, man. I'm in the like, I definitely watched it about 10,000. It got about 10,000 plays for me, like straight up. Like, right. Robert Robert Towns is a genius, man. Yeah. Like whoever, uh, like, just, just think like, it just it's in the background at some black house right now, somebody's house right now. That movie's just being played. People probably just walking yeah. on TV and somebody probably sitting yeah. down watching it. It's just playing. It's a DVD price <laughs> sitting in their DVD case. 
Right there. Right. Straight up. Real shit. <laughs> okay, well, how did you get started into doing music in the first place? Uh, the music that you do. Like, how, how did you get started into music? Like, introduced? Well, being introduced to music, I'm a roster, man. I come from Caribbean descent. Okay. You know, my dad um, put me on the culture immediately. So, you know, being my introduction to music was reggae, Bob Marley and the Wailers. Same here, Shop Peter Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real I, nigga shit. Yeah, you know that's my saying? first, that's my Shabba first. I, yeah. I was trying to sample Mr. Loverman a few years ago for real, man. Couldn't get clear. I couldn't get it clear. Oh, no, nah, man. You know, his, you, you know, like what people didn't know about Shabba though, man, that dude royalty checks was never gonna end. Like he got endless royalty checks, man, like. Yeah, he get, yeah. Yeah, yeah man, like yo, he is so underrated, man. People have no idea. But that was that was my yeah. first that was my first introduction. I tell people that all the time. Like it was probably like 1991 or something for me. And, right. um, I I was on Shaba, and then uh, then when it came to rap, I got on the Bushwick and Ice Cube at the same time. And like, okay, I got no hell of a stories. I had to listen to whatever the fuck my sisters listened to. So like getting you started. Dig, and that's what I was on. I was <laughs> listening to the household music. My dad was the reggae man. Now he right. liked hip hop, but he didn't bump it as much. You feel me? He was the reggae right. man. Like that's all I heard. And I was infatuated by it. You dig right. what I'm saying? But my right. mom, she's the jazz head, but she's the one that introduced me to hip hop. Wow. You feel me? My mom introduced me to Run DMC, Ice Cube, Wu-Tang, all them niggas. That's, she, she brought wow. that music in. That West Coast music, that Pac, that Biggie. She was the one during the Pac and Biggie Wars. Like, they friends don't feed into that shit. Like, because she was young. Yeah. So she was the ears that I have now for the game back then. You know what I'm saying? That's she's a still blessing. to the shit. Yeah, that's yeah, a blessing. She still like, what the hell be going on, man. What? So I can honestly give my mom more the credit for hipping me with hip hop. Like, straight up. That was all her. Damn. She did that. So, 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 what, what, what grade were you in, or, or was you uh, already twenty one when you first started rapping? Like, when you got into it? Um, I start rapping late. I, like, I, I, I begin. Let me, let me be honest. I always go back to this year, nineteen ninety eight, was huh. the year that I decided to say, yeah, I'm gonna do it. But I was on the low with it. I was writing songs, studying, right. listening you know, rubbing elbows with the right people, you know what I'm saying, DJs or what have you, because that's how I was blessed. To, I was in the eighth grade. I met this cat named DJ Third Degree, then he changed his name to DJ Hard Hitter. You oh. feel me? I don't know what he go by now. He was from Jersey, and we was in the eighth grade. And living in Atlanta, Georgia at that time, we know we in DeKalb County on the east side. We was going to Towers High School. We were in high school in the eighth grade. That was the last year that they let eighth grade be in high school. Damn. At that time. But this ain't 98. 98 was just that time that, you know, I wanted to run around and do it. But you feel me? Eighth grade for me, which was year 2000, which was two years later, was when I was able to really, like, fuck around with the fuck arounds with it. But I didn't yeah. record my first songs until 2002 with a rap partner named Conspiracy. And we uh, known as KD together, you feel me, as a squad, as a collective, we known as KD, Conspiracy and D-Man, which was my old rap name before I became Slash Pip. Wow. So I could say I've been doing this over 20 years, bro. Like, I started early. Yeah, you know? that, that's what that's that's what my demographic is. If you look at the uh, uh, rap demographics right now, 
and like the consumerism, like like the people who's consuming music, I chose my demographic 25 and older. Uh, it's just because uh, they, that it's a market for under 25. Don't get me wrong, it's a huge market for it. But right now we're consuming about 65 to 70% of all the music right now. Like we, people are listening to us, you know what I'm saying? Like to our age, not to me, cause shit, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't perform shit no more. I just make beats and you know what I'm saying? Mixtapes and shit, but. Okay, I'm uh, locked in with you. Yeah, I yeah. got to lock in with you. We definitely, yeah, we definitely can do a lot of shit, man. Like it's, it's endless, man, because That's I it. like, I like your range. And I'm gonna tell you the reason why I had to get you, I had to get you on the show. Like I wanted you on the show, but I had to get you on the show. Cause one night, man. I really appreciate that. Yeah, about a couple of weeks ago, I'm up with the shits. You know how I am on uh that cer- certain social media that I be on. Yeah, I fuck <laughs> with you, man. I, uh, like, straight up. You be yeah, cracking was, me up online, bro. I fuck <laughs> with you heavy, man. Yeah, I was with the shits one night, and then you was like, I don't, I don't smoke anybody on this, but I said, I got to have this nigga on the show, man. I said, <laughs> totally the big red shit. This shit, like, yo, it's too much in line. I fuck with it. So I had to get, yeah, man. man, Like I had to get you on there, and then like the um, like the names of your songs and stuff like that is just kind of. I mean, you the way you title your songs, it's just it's it's interesting. I'm I'm gonna put it like that. (laughs) Like it's 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 just interesting, man. Like I look at it and just like yo, that's real stoner shit. Real stoner shit. Um, who is your biggest influence in hip hop? Man, I I'm one of them cats. Like I love a lot of rappers, man. man I love man. a lot of rappers. All right, name but your top I, top two. Your top two. Then I, I gotta get influenced. But if I gotta give influence to anybody, I'm gonna be honest. Nas. Oh yeah, man. Like immediately, like something about that dude to this day registers with my soul with my spirit with my energy yeah you know what i mean like his shit is just where it's at to me for me you know what i'm saying so if i say influence when i first started rapping i was trying to rap like nah true that I ain't gonna nobody true that that's what i sound like i was trying to sound like nah yo and, that's you no know, i don't sound like that now but i feel like his lyrical authority stayed within me right, you know what right, i'm saying right. The way to tell a story, the way to you know, your work, the way to use your word play in a certain way, the the beat selection. You know, everybody always said Nas made bad beat selections. I'm like Ether was hard, so I don't understand. You know what I mean? Yeah, but- like, hey, I heard that too one time a while back, and I thought about that, and I I can't. You can go get any Nas beat, and it's not trash. No. Like no. any of them, they, they, none of them trash. Like I don't know what people saying when they when they say that. I'm like, what are I you looking like for? It's coming from rappers though, and it's rappers that couldn't rap on his shit. <laughs> right, right, right. That's his, why dude don't got a lot of features. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The songs he's on, it leave him the beats that he's on, it leave him enough space so he can rap. That's yeah. probably what they they want the beat to do the work for them, but Nas do the work for the beat. Exactly. Like, yeah, like that's the way. So they consume it. Listening to music, you, you gotta listen to the shit he's saying. Got to. You'll yeah. fall in love with the beat later and be like, damn, he sampled that. Cool. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That type of shit. I ain't gonna lie to nobody. I got a lot of Biggie, a lot of Pac influence. Biggie's my all-time favorite rapper. For real? He's my all-time favorite rapper. Biggie? Yeah. I feel like he's the I ain't dope, saying it like Biggie. I mean, yeah. No, he got no, 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 no. I feel you. Yeah, I, he... I, 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 I get into this with a lot of people because I don't think nobody expects me to say Biggie. You feel nah, me? Nah. He's number one favorite overall of all time out of everybody because the way he did it and how he did it in his background is just, I don't know. It's just, I just feel like he was that one to me out of everybody. Yeah, he was a rapper's rapper too. Like, say it again. Like, I got a producer right now. Shout out to Leek Reed. He coined <laughs> me that. He called me a rapper's rapper. The rapper's rapper. So, for yeah. you to say that about Biggie, that's full circle for me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's that's just, full circle for me, bro. I could, that make me feel even better. Let me think. Let me think. Yeah. I think you are probably a rapper's rapper. I don't, yeah, I think you are. Cause I admire what I you do. And, and my thing is like, yeah, cause listening to your tracks, yeah, the ones I've heard, yeah. Cause your rap can teach somebody how to fucking rap. That's what I, I appreciate that. Say. Like listening to I you. I appreciate that. It's like this that. the type of shit I tell my dad. <laughs> <laughs> right, because like, you get a lot of these artists, like, you know, everybody sound the same. They do the same thing. They all yeah. have the same cadence. I mean, everything, man. Everything. But then man. when you get somebody who, who's yeah. different, which the guys that I pick for my show, a lot of times, 99.9% .9 of the time, they are the different guy. That's why I noticed their music and stuff. Your music is totally different. Totally different. You know what I'm saying like by you breaking down, explaining, I'm I'm starting to understand. Oh yeah, okay, that's what that is. Oh, okay, that's what that is. Boom. And then we the rappers rapper thing. Now if I listen to, now as I listen to it, I'll pick up on some stuff because I know that you got some stuff out there. I know where you pull from, so it's some shit I definitely can learn on it. And that's what make the rappers rappers good, man. But still though, like. It's your time. It's uh, it's time for like guys like yourself to reap the benefits of all the hard work because now it's just the world has changed, and it's yeah. like you remember like two thousand two. Now you remember two thousand twelve, and now it's two thousand twenty two, and we're in yeah. a different format. Like the shit that people used to pull, they can't pull no more. Now everybody on the level playing field. It's like oh shit. <laughs> a lot of people that start rapping when I started rapping don't rap no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah, Especially yeah. Survival. I maintained through a lot of different genres. And you the funk genre. You know the rock star genre. You know the um the uh, futuristic genre. Remember that? You know what I'm saying? The JT oh, yeah. Money, the young LA days. Like Ooh, I made yeah. it through a lot of these genres. God allowed me to be around a lot of these people and blessed to meet a lot of these people, you know, long live Mike Myers, you know what I'm saying? Like who helped influence that genre out here in Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. shit, I was able to survive a lot of that shit. And I feel like it taught me different ways to rap besides being the, the you know, rapping the way that I already thought I rap. Yeah. You feel me? I'll yeah. hop on a little Bobby type beat and flip it. It might not sound like little Baby, but I'm I, I'm not scared to rap on them type of beats. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? I'll rap to... on anything. I'm select I'm selective. I got my choices. Yeah. I'll rap yeah. on whatever I feel like I can handle. Like, oh yeah, I rap on anything, but it's about the feeling, like what you really going because you might rap on whatever, and it all depends on 
Hi, Sam. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to do like a whatever. It's gonna come out whatever. But if you get one of them beats that you like, oh, I feel that you might you might be on some Fred Sanford. Okay, Elizabeth, I'm coming to join you. That shit might be in your soul. <laughs> yeah. Be, I need that beat. You know what I'm saying? Producers be looking at me like, damn, where you been? We don't meet people like you. Like, for real, dog, I need that beat. Like, I you don't understand. <laughs> like, it's not about a hit record. I got to put what I have in here on it. It's, it's about my soul. It's about the energy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how I go about my music, man. What's the difference in dropping when you first dropped your first uh, published project to like dropping something today like as in two days ago two weeks ago <laughs> the difference is i'm controlling my narrative now right right you right. know what i'm saying like god allowed me to work with a lot of people to the point where I, you might you know i might have did business here had a four or five album deal with this company shout out to rags of riches and put out some music then i might have got me a distro kit started with my label and then mm. we put out music there, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, after a while, putting out the music digitally with all the streaming shit, you're not in control of that. You feel me? Those people that's yeah. doing it is in control of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they telling you when you can drop, they telling you how to how your features, how you supposed to put the names in for your features and that might not be a good spelling. They telling you that artwork might not be good. You know, this, that, and the third, they coming up with a million and one reasons after like three, maybe three years of just going crazy digitally, now they got a million and one <laughs> reasons why you got to up, obtain, abide by their rules. And a lot of people is cool with it. Like, oh yeah, that digital shit, is your shit streaming your shit out, your shit on this shit, uh, that shit. My music is everywhere known to man. Right. Like, I'm not, and I'm not bragging, I'm telling the truth. That's what Live I'm talking about. mixtapes, Pandora, you name it. Oh wow, now, that's this safe junkie. You know what I'm saying? I come from the underground. I'm still there. I'm not gonna be here forever. But the point is, is I represent it. I stand on it to the full because when you underground and you feel like you is good enough, I have to fight my own demons. It's a it's a <laughs> half of me that be like, nigga, you supposed to be on, you supposed to be major. And it's a half of me like, nah, nigga, I stand on these 22 years we just did. Mm, good point, man. You know what oh, because like we could have gave shit away. Yeah, you know yeah. What I'm and that's to the point that I'm getting to with the digital streaming shit. Like, I gave music away already. So I'm like, now let me give out music for free until I'm able to feel like I'm in the right space to deliver another album for digital streaming platforms because it's like, that shit costs a lot of money, man. It and you're not getting back what you're paying for in them damn albums unless you Drake. Unless you little baby. And God bless them brothers. I'm not a hater. I just know they got huge fan bases. Yeah, so they can move that way on them digital platforms. Like Nas just dropped out the blue, a beautiful album called Magic on Christmas Eve. Yeah, nobody's seen that coming, but he's Nas, so he's gonna get them listens. Yeah, you feel me? I yep. got technically four hundred and eighty-four subscribers on YouTube. I don't really pay no attention to the Spotify ones. I don't pay attention to the Pandora ones. I don't pay attention to any of them. I pay attention to the immediate ones that I know when I talk, they talk back. Right. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like you on Facebook. You talk, you, I talk, you talk back. You know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. A lot of people don't do that. A lot of people don't want to talk to people. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't want to reach out to people. A lot of people don't want to oh. get in them DMs. You know what I'm saying? Try to wake up and start doing business and shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, mm -hmm. it puts you into that place to where you want to stay to yourself with it. You know what I'm saying? Like back then I felt like 
I needed to drop my my first album, Damn Near Rich Almost Famous. I needed to drop that. I needed yeah. to drop it. And then when I dropped it, me and my big homie, Joey Bars, he produced the entire thing under his company, Forever I'm On My Grind Productions. All them beats he produced. I wrote every song. It's one skit on there. So it's nine songs and a skit, 10 tracks and all. I went the old Dang. school, non-elmatic way about it. And it's a beautiful album. It's on YouTube right now. It's on all the platforms. People can go streaming and listen to it. It's called see, uh, I, Almost Famous. It's probably some of the dopest dope I ever smoked at that time. Yeah. But it's a slow burner <laughs> because it's ahead of its time. Yeah. You know. I see it right here. It's, uh, man, wow. On YouTube, I, know that oh, I better take that off. Well, this is going to be on YouTube. Fuck them. Yeah, because you know how they do it, man. Like, hell yeah, yeah, man. I gotta get on that though, man. I definitely gotta get on that because, uh, dang, just looking around, I don't know. I'm gonna get on that. I'll be on that tonight, you know what I'm saying? I sure be on it. I appreciate it, man. I mean, that's that, that's that soulful music. Now, the second album, you're gonna hear pressure in a drought. You're gonna be like, okay, this is not damn near rich, I'm most famous. Yeah, you know I see. What I'm saying? You got you got pressure in the drop, you got progress, independent, yeah. but all but major. Yeah, and those is a series of projects that I was blessed to work with with an artist named Polo Don Red, who's doing this thing. I've heard of that guy. I, I've heard of that yeah. guy. He's yeah, like I, I don't know him, but I've seen the documentary that he got. I like everything yeah, he do, man. He's documentary. Dope. I was on that documentary. What? Let's talk about how his work ethic is. Oh, yeah. I was on that documentary. Now you're about to make me go back and watch his shit. <laughs> so he was on. He's going to be like, he was right. Yeah. <laughs> Slash Pippis on this motherfucker. Yo, yo. Yeah. Yo, man. And then you got pressure in the drop. Uh, man, fuck all that. Hold up. You got loaded iron. I turned that shit into a movie, by the way. I'm going to send you a link. Yo, That's please just do. like a. Um, it's like a 22 series fucking web series that I started over like what? some odd years ago around. Did I tell you a story about that? The Pressure in the Dry album did good for like a week. And after that, it just kind of tanked. It didn't do the expected numbers that I thought. Now, yeah. it was treated like a first album per se because that was the first time I was signing with an independent label because I did a deal with Polo Don Red at that time. Oh, You God. feel me? So I was working with Rags and Riches and that was my first album coming out. So when I dropped that, well, you know, Razor Riches, I did good for like a week. Then after that, I didn't do good. You know what I'm saying? In my eyes. And he wasn't mad. I was, you know, down on it. So, because I invested a lot of money in that shit. So I was like, yep. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going back to the mixtapes. You feel me? Yeah. And I dropped Progress. And he was like, okay, I see. Well, you know, you know what lane, you, you know your lane. You feel me? Because that's what I told him. I was like, I'm going to go fuck with these mixtapes. And that's where my success generally comes from, in my opinion, my mixtapes. Like a lot of my success Dude. and Dude, love awesome. and kudos that I get is from them hundred tapes I did. Yeah, you got <clears throat> do wrong, hair wrong. Yeah, see, the thing is, is all the joints you looking up right now, right? Yeah. That's the shit for streaming. Now, if you type in slash pip on YouTube, it's a lot of mixtapes that's just on YouTube that ain't on no other sites. Like, I legitimately, DJ Middle Monkey had over a hundred mixtapes, bro. What? Literally. Man, say that. You got, okay, hold up. Say that. Hold up, man. How I legitimately have over a hundred <laughs> mixtapes. 
It's like one of it might be what I've dropped lately. I dropped a hundred in September fifteenth. I dropped a hundred. It's called a hundred emoji, but Yo, that's the hundredth one. Shout out and I, to and I, I dropped like two more tapes after that. So yeah, it's definitely a hundred over a hundred tapes. Shout out to Slash Fifth, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out. Yes. Yo, I got to fuck with you hard now. I'm going to get into them. I'm going to check them out. I'm going to check them out. I'm going to share them. I'm going to be playing them on my shows. with All kinds of shit. Like, I'm always keeping I really appreciate that, fam, man. That mean a lot to me, man. Like, real nigga shit, bro. Yeah, man. I appreciate it, man. I'm mad I ran out of fucking cigars, man. (laughs) I know. Well, I'm looking at a cigar. I know I got, like, the weed way over there, and then the skull right there, and yeah, complicated as shit I'm right now. With this man right here, you, you just work, like straight up. You just you, you Yo. can't help but keep it pimping, man. Hell yeah, but man, like for real, I'm I'm liking your catalog. Um, and I need to I really really check it. out. Yeah, I need to check out some more songs. I probably listen to a good 15, 20 songs. You know what I'm saying? And just I like appreciate that, man. Well, I I like the vibe. Yeah. I like to make sure I'm hearing what I'm hearing. You know what I'm saying? Like that's real. Yeah, man. And and I knew I was like, it's something different. I so I knew you was like from the East Coast or something. Cause like my favorite rapper is Ghostface Killer. Although Nas is up there, you know. Uh, Yo, he's one of my favorites. He's like a he's just Ghost the hood Killer's version of Nas. My he's just, my favorite Wu Tang member. Period. <laughs> period. Hands fucking down. <laughs> People tell me they be like, bro, you remind me of Ghostface. And they be like, man, don't tell me that you I don't get big headed, but that shit Boy, gonna make me so bad. Ghostface. Yeah, I feel you that, are str- you, yeah, I could say, yeah, your style is closer, close to Ghostface because you street. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. that street I get shit. That. Like it's certain shit. Nas, Nas is hard, don't get me wrong, lyrics is all that, but you know he kind of a pretty boy. Ghostface gonna. You know, yeah, see, when I say gonna, influence, I meant lyrically. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's where yeah, I got my you, shit from, but I totally agree with you, man. Yeah, you're you in the Ghostface area with that. that. Yeah, because uh, Ghostface is ill shit. Like, he say the shit that you're going to actually see at the Martyrs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, we cry on track. We cry on records. Yeah, yeah. That's what we do. We cry on records, man. Look <laughs> that. Yeah, man. Like, so... um. You did you see my top ten? Your top ten, remember I was fucking with you on. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, do you think uh, Scarface should be in the top ten? I think Scarface should be number one for real, man. For real, damn. I mean, face is really that hard. Like the reason why I like certain rappers is due to their influence from certain other rappers. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So it's like the reason why I love Biggie is because I can hear that face. You right. You oh. dig, I can hear that Alfred Hitchcock. These guys are storytellers and they come from a dark place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can hear that mm. shit. I'm getting the chills talking about it now. Real nigga shit. shit. Like, That's something. Yeah. Like face one. If anything, he influenced the Jays. He influenced the Nazis. Work great, have great records with these guys. Baby, fall in love, but I ain't
Serve not just the South, but hip hop as a culture. Yeah. Brad Jordan's that one man. Like people yeah. sleep on Brad. To this day, I'm 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 I vouch for being independent. But if I can do a deal, I go to rap a lot just because he did. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. Yes, I get that. I, I, I do a deal with Jay Prince just because Face did. Yeah, I, go I get and that. <laughs> yeah, rap a lot don't get enough credit. Like because back then, it man, rap a lot was they just put out all the talent back then. And, and, time, and they don't get the credit like Def Jam because they are a version of Def Jam almost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 And I'm a like, part of the South, so I totally can relate to that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and straight up. I asked about the Scarface thing because nobody ever mentioned Scarface. I wanted to put him in my top 10, but the thing about it, I had, out of respect, I had Tupac in my top 10. And mm-hmm. I remember when both of them niggas was living. And to be honest, Scarface was a better rapper. Tupac yeah. was a Tupac was a better overall talent, but at the same time, Scarface was was that voice that Tupac was. You know, like he was like a little behind face. Like he Tupac had passion, baby. Yeah, that's what made him great, in my opinion. But he was His like passion. face little brother type shit. It wasn't yeah. like he was like on no big brother big to face type shit. Face was the big dog. Yeah, yeah. So so face was the big dog. Yeah, so like I couldn't put him. It was, it was either throw Scarface right there and piss a lot of Tupac fans off, <laughs> or, or just leave Scarface out out of respect. But shit, you might need to redo it though and put Face in it for real. I mean, just think about it. I mean, it ain't even out of respect with people. It's like it's about what you like. I left. I love Big Pun out for that same exact reason. Like. You know, see, let me let me explain some of my end with these top tens and top twenty fives and shit like that. <laughs> you can't do shit like that. Let dog. me explain my shit, right? Yeah, you got you got your top ten passed away rappers. I don't like to stay dead too much. So you got the top ten rappers that's gone, and you got the top ten rappers that's breathing. Then you got your top ten old school golden era rappers. It's like I can't mesh all these people up because it's like I don't feel comfortable putting Tupac before Rakim. Mm. Exactly. That's why Rakim was on my list. Like, dude, come on. We was we would be rapping still like back in the days if it weren't for Rakim. Rakim made yeah. everybody switch that shit up. Like, yo, if you're gonna do this, Talk do this. Shit, bro. Yeah, if you're gonna you're do this, we're gonna right. do this. Yeah. You're yeah. 100% right. Rakim wasn't cussing or none of that shit. He was like, he, made, he still don't cuss, bro. He still don't fuck. cuss this day. Yeah, man. I'm serious. Like, for real. It's like, how could I put Ice Cube before Big Daddy Kane? And I love Cube. But Cube how? a legend. But, how? but I can't put him before Big Daddy Kane. Big Daddy <laughs> Kane made raw. Yeah. Big Daddy yeah. Kane dance and will still shank you. He made yeah. ain't no hand stepping. He got a box fade, cuts in his eyebrows, and he's still a G. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, I can't do that. You feel me? That so it's shit. like the top 10s for me be different. I got to do a golden era top 10. I got to do a dead and gone top 10. Child forgive me. And I got to do, you know, the best rappers alive top 10 type shit in order to, for like 
to have an understanding. I can't really mesh them because, yeah. like you said, out of respect. So it's like a lot of people look at your shit like, well, it don't make sense. But it's mine. It, should ma- it makes sense to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we got to realize when we putting these shits out here, we putting them out here to be argued and debated. Uh, yeah, that's why we put it out. Exactly. That's why I was about to say, like, you know, I could just say, yeah, I'm going to put that. But, like, I didn't put him in point. I just thought about it on a, you know what I'm saying, okay, this could be sort of logical and, and, and sort of agreeable type thing. So I kind of was thinking of others when I was making this list, too. I threw Cool G Rap on there at like, uh, I forgot what number he was, but I threw Cool G Rap on there because like a lot of yeah, people, if it weren't point. for Cool G Rap, like a lot of people, a lot of this hip hop we would have heard. Yeah, like. Yeah, real shit. <laughs> you know, and then I'm gonna do different lists like um, like uh, lyricists and like, like lyricists and, you know, break it down, entertainer. Yeah, it, that's, I got a bunch Hell of different yeah. Because lyric, lyricist wise, it's a different category. You got guys like Razkaz who uh talked about the creation of the world on the track. You know, yeah. it's Razkaz. He talked about killing God and Jesus and all this wild shit. But yeah, like you remember cannabis was his throwed off shit. Cannabis, yeah, cannabis. I mean, the lyricist yeah. about being trapped in the desert. Depending on sand and rattlesnakes and shit like that. Hey. Uh, uh, MF Doom, you know? You, niggas, you got some lyricists that's really like throw it off. Like, and that's what I'm like, if, if you make a top 10. Yeah, and I'm like, if you make a top 10, bro, it's like, is your top 10 going to be like the, oh, is, is these top 10 rappers the overall rapper? Like, do they right. check, like, with, where's the fat asset? Do they check all the boxes? Right. Or is this top 10 for lyrical ability? Is this top 10 for swag? Is this top 10 for storytelling? Is this top 10 for best cadence? But you know, saying storytelling, how how a person, you know, tell their story. Like, what is these top 10s really about? Because it's like, you know, you can't really put Lil Baby in a top 10 with Nas. No. It don't don't make sense. It's not disrespect to either artist. But it just don't make sense. It's different categories. You can't put <laughs> that black in the category with motherfucking Jay-Z. You just can't do it. <laughs> but they trying to. They trying to. And it's and that's kind of awkward. And I'm happy we're having this conversation so we can make sure shit switch. Because uh, I feel you. <laughs> I feel you, Real nigga shit. That's I what they doing, bro. Like, like when, when we had the 3-6 and Bone versus, bro, like... That's 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 gangster shit right there. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's like, okay, yeah, you know what I mean? We we got shit that mesh. That made sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. These guys come from the same era and all that good shit. This shit makes sense. You know what I'm saying? You, you can't put the baby, not even just little baby, you can't put the baby in an argument. With, with Lil Wayne about being the best rapper alive. Dude, you can't, you, know, you, can't, you, can't, you can't do that shit. They two different, yeah. But Lil Wayne loves this shit. He ain't do this shit for money. He did this shit because he loved this shit. He from that closet yeah. from, you know what I'm saying? Like them years, those rappers came through. And, and they showed. Yeah, and if if people, like one thing about it is, if, if you rapping right now in 2022, man, the beautiful thing is we everything reset. So whatever you did, like 
in the past or whatever, I don't care if you went three times platinum. Today it don't really matter. Like you might get on TikTok tomorrow and be that mm. shit today. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit yeah. different. Your shit definitely. Real shit. Yeah, like if you bought your business, your shit definitely can get streamed on anywhere. Video games, TikTok, fucking yeah, Instagram. TikTok, man. Yeah, like yeah. so it's like the, the, the playing field are opened up. Now it's a lot of it's a lot of holes that you can fall in, landmines you can fall into, like A by signing the deal sometimes, or like, you know, just like not having your business together. But it's a lot, it's a lot of opportunity if you got the time. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. Like, it's not really about the money. It's about the time. Do you got the time to invest and the money? You know what I'm saying? To invest, because it's like college. If we went to college for this shit, then like, well, I did, but still, I'm just saying, if I was going to college for four years, you know what I'm saying? Then I'm going to be paying money. You know what I'm saying? About the same amount of money as putting it on my career. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if I'm putting in about that much money, just say like, College, you spend it, say thirty thousand. Fuck it, just thirty thousand. You put thirty thousand in your career, I guarantee you gonna take the fuck off. And it might take four years. It might take six years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It might take ten years. Doctors still going to fucking um, doctors, lawyers, people still yeah, have education. So like, same with hip hop. But I think uh, the vets right now are winning for a reason because we sort of went through. We knew what it used to be, and we know what it can be. A lot of these kids don't know nothing but shit. That's all they know is straight. Yeah, like you said, time and money, man. Like the the two track Friday shit for me, bro, came of just doing it for fun. Yeah. I didn't see me getting no record deal no more. I didn't, you know, I thought that shit was just like, oh, that shit's over. I'm I'm in my 30s, bro. I'm going to talk my shit the way I talk it. I'm going to have this certain type of people probably fucking with it. So it's like, I was really just doing some shit like, you know what? Let me do what I want to do this time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying West that's Side, how this shit started. Yeah, Westside Gundam. I, man, you can't name nobody that's... You can't really name nobody under 20. I'm telling you, my demographic is over 25. I love Westside Gundam now. Because, yeah. Because yeah, like, if you look at anybody under 25 right now, man, like it ain't many of them motherfuckers making no noise in the music. <laughs> business no real shit like my demographic is it's a blessing it's it's motherfuckers in their 30s in there and they thought yeah yeah it's my that's, age breaking it up yeah that's who the, so that's, that's a blessing for real because that's who i really make it for like I, my music evolves I'm, I'm 34 i'm grown you know what i'm saying so yeah. i can only yeah. rap the way i have evolved you understand know to where i came you know what i mean I can't rap like I'm 19. And when I was rapping like I was 19, I was trying to rap like Jada Kiss. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, was, that was still not, you know, the same type of aspect. You feel me? I was still trying to go hard. So, you know. I think that's the uh, I think that's the thing I do like because the songs I heard, they could have been like from like different years or whatever. But I heard like the differences in different times. Like your songs sound different during different times. Like I might listen, cause I probably, I'll listen to random songs. So I'm quite sure by you having all the mixtapes, YouTube just gave me different projects or whatever like that. Cause you got a lot of projects right here. I can't even keep on naming. <laughs> but, yeah, I but, appreciate you. Bro. But it's different times. So like, yeah, going through the eras and stuff like that. Do you feel, um, do you feel like you still got to appeal to the younger people or 
how do you feel about music? Like, what 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 are you targeting? What's your demographic, pretty much, these days? Man, um, my my target is primarily like the um. I come from the D Block days, the Dipset days, so them the niggas, you know, I wanted to rap like, you know, <laughs> yeah, that East Coast. That shit, that that East Coast lyricism was was my my forte. Fifty Cent, Lloyd Banks, Buster Rhymes, you know, all of that. The locks, D Block, Dipset, you know what I'm saying? Wu Tang, my beat, stack bundles, long live, like, oh shit, okay. being able to ram like them niggas. That was my dream, man. Wordplay, real, real, real uh, showmanship shit, like. Like, yeah, so yeah. to be able to even just to scratch the surface of that now at this age, it mean a lot to me. So I don't expect young people to like my shit. Right, right. When right. like when young people do like it, I'd be shocked. Like I got this one cat, he's 21, he coming to me at the job, like, yo, I heard that one joint you did. I fuck with it. But he works six days a week. And on a song, I'm like, I work six days a week, no sleep. I take naps, blow eighth, I'm right back to the streets. Why don't even smoke weed? But he knows the feeling of working six days a week, yep. taking naps, not barely getting any sleep, and jumping right back to it. And he was like, I heard that shit, and I felt it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? He it felt like, that shit, man. Yeah, he felt that yeah, shit. He worked six he days. Go to work six days a week. You know what I'm saying? Man, who the fuck put that in songs? <laughs> Yo, Who's rapping about that? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I gotta rap Yo. about how I, I gotta rap about me the way I yeah. am. So it's like. Biggie said it is like, bro, if I worked at McDonald's, my shit would be rapping. I'd be rapping about Big Macs and high dry fries. He's like, but I didn't. I sold dope. So I'm going to rap about selling dope. Yo. What just so happened, I did both. So <laughs> I'm going to rap about both. Yo, so, you know, <laughs> so have you, so, so you actually have that's, that's, that's dope. Yeah, hey, you know, the, the, the baddest motherfucker out there, like, I ain't going to lie, it's several people. I did too. I worked at a restaurant and sold dope. Same time, that's a hell of an experience because you the fucking man when you be able to do it. Yeah. But, but <laughs> you the fucking man. Everybody ready to see you come to work. You know what I'm saying? That's, like that's my life, bro. They wanna pull they, they wanna pull you to the side and just talk to you. They don't want to talk to everybody else, you know what I'm saying? That's real shit, bro. Like real <laughs> <deep> shit. <laughs> can can we talk? No, and damn well you got them sacks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, bro. Real shit though. I've that's been there, shit. man. I done been there, man. So uh, have you ever been on a track since we talk about lyricism and shit? Cause people don't talk about this no more. I think niggas just slick start hating on each other these days. But like, yeah. have you ever got ate up on a track? Who? <laughs> I'm just saying like, yeah. I have before. Yeah. I have before, like back in my day. Yeah, that's why I said woo. Yeah. Yeah. I have before and it's humbling. I woke up it's, with madness of having a flash. I had a flashback. Yeah, man, I've definitely been ate up on the track, man. Like, it's humbling. It, 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 it motivates you to not get ate up ever again or to at least try not to, you know what I'm right. saying? <laughs> like, oh, this nigga dusted me. I don't think it's you know enough for that. I don't think it's enough for that no trying more. Trying to come back like, damn, he tested me. And don't get me wrong, it's been some songs where some, some, you know, depending on who I work with, I would expect it or be happy. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. But it's straight lyrical competition, and I know I got dusted because I'm a realist, man. I'm not going out of myself. You <laughs> feel me? Like, I, I should have went harder. <laughs> yeah. I should have I thought my shit was nice and the homie hopped on and just start 
Uh, man, I, couldn't, we, we, I couldn't follow that. Nowhere to do it. Yeah. You ever seen the Dewey Cox movie, my nigga? <laughs> right. How the fuck am I supposed to follow that? Like, yeah. that's how I be feeling like, no, nah, man. So I try to put myself yeah. in a position to be the eater and not to be ate in. You know what I mean? True that, man. I try to put myself in that position for real. Yeah. Dude, uh, I, I think there ain't enough of that in hip hop anymore, though. I think of people just make songs and just be like, yeah, yeah, that's straight. Nah, man, like, we got to go. We got to get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I don't think there's enough of us, like, even talking about that. They used to be the shit, yeah, man. Me and my niggas, man. Me and my niggas, bro. We, me and my niggas, shout out to Conspiracy from, from KD Collective. I was telling you about that I'm a part of. Shout out to Joey Bars, the producer. You feel me? Slash rapper, I told you, produced my first album, Blake. Them niggas is, you know, all three of us, we're war animals. Like, we, we we thrive for lyrical combat, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we won't mind making songs, but nigga, if you're talking about our rapping, and nigga, it's, it's, it's a joke in the game. Like, oh, we'll do that to each other and each other sleep. That's how we feel. Let's in that it. state of competition, <laughs> I feel like that keep your squad war ready at all time, you know, for the pen. You know yep. what I'm saying? For your freestyle, for your lyrical ability, like. Don't no squad in the game lyrically wanting with us. I'm talking about top dog major squads. You know what I'm saying? Niggas can go watch this interview and be like, oh, that dude is, he's full of shit. He talking want, shit. Hey, nah, man. man. Talk your shit, man. Talk your shit. That's why I got you on here. I, I say press the button. I'm a nigga that does, you know, that's on an on and off, you know, chaotic battle with Royce the Five Nine right now. You know what I'm saying? You know, Royce oh. said, check all the boxes, be the man. I responded, you feel me? He took three months to respond, but he responded on the RJ Payne record. Shouts out to him. I heard him. I appreciate yes. that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Made me more glorified as a lyricist and as an MC. So, you know, he didn't say my yeah. name, but I got big people just letting it be known. Like, he you know what's up. You yeah, I'm going to say, you know what's up. You know, you know it. You know yeah, what's he up. He responded that record eventually. Like, go check out I Love, DJ Metal Monkey. Go check out I Love. You'll hear that and be like, okay, this nigga was not talking his shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was talking my shit, but I wasn't talking no bullshit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm a humble man, dog, but when it comes to that lyrical shit and it comes to rap, bro, like, you feel me? Michael Jordan cocky for a reason with basketball. Yeah. Ric Flair cocky yeah. for a reason in pro wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Like, Tom Brady cocky for a reason in football. Yeah. So round you... that shit up to rap, and that's my sport. I'm cocky for a reason. My niggas right. is cocky for a reason. That's how we feel. You've got to be. you got to be, man. Like, that's that's the thing about it. I tell these new artists that too, man. Like it's motherfuckers out here and timber. Hey, they they intimidation game is on a thousand. When you step outside your house, you better be ready, cause it's niggas out here who ain't playing, and they don't. Yeah. They, they out here for money. They out here for your ass on that track, nigga. Yeah, bro. It's <laughs> like you gotta look at it like this. The minute you think you nice. It's always a nigga nicer, bro. Yeah, hey, yeah. You right now called Super Smoker. Go listen to it. <laughs> Super my Smoker. My nigga conspiracy tapped my ass on that song. I'm living with it because it's a beautiful song. I'm not, I don't feel no combative energy with that record. You dig? I'm yeah. glad that it happened that way because I'm like, well, shit, nigga, it was either going to be me or him. You feel me? <laughs> me on that shit. You feel me? And I'm, I, it's my song. I'm comfortable with living with it. Like, well, shit. Yeah, it's your song. Yeah, yeah, first of all, it's my brother. I love him. We've been this partners. We all this. We've been doing this shit for years. We came in the door together. You know what I'm saying? So who better to do it than your nigga? Yeah. Who better to do it than your boy? You like brother. I said, my squad, nigga, like you said, iron sharpen iron, still sharpen still. Like my squad, that's how we live. You yeah. feel me? So it's like, if, if, if you getting out rapped by a nigga on your squad, <laughs> it's on your team. Nigga, who the fuck out on the outside of that gonna fuck with you? Yeah. Because some lying. people, my shit 
I can't. Oh yeah, I'm gonna tap that ass next time, play boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, you gotta have that competitive energy too. You can't have no. You gotta have tough skin in this shit. You feel me? You can't be no soft, sensitive ass nigga. Like we wrestling fans too. So it's like that's the road set one time, nigga. If you ain't if you ain't trying to be world champion, what you doing this business for? Yeah, you feel me? Yeah. That's our attitude on man. the mic. Man. I'm never too far from it, bro. That's, that's our what, attitude. That's what, that's our attitude. Yo, like, man, I'm never too far from this motherfucker, bro. Oh that's man, I'm gonna go at all so- times. <laughs> <laughs> Just being real. I take that shit big serious, man. And it's like, yeah. my niggas do too. We the same with that shit. We're a three-headed monster, you know what I mean? So like, you think- we, we ready for that shit. So, uh, like, yeah, I seen you sharing uh, the, the wrestling and stuff. And I was like, oh, man, I was just getting ready to make a joke. Some type of wrestling joke. And I ended up, uh, I, I shared uh, a picture that said Brother Teresa. And it had uh, Hulk Hogan face on Mother Teresa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, the wrestling, man, that's something that a lot of people sleep on, man. But, you know, they got their hardcore fans now, though, like, because they sell out everywhere. They just came out here to yeah, Atlanta. They sell out everywhere. And uh, it's been hard for the pandemic, though, I must say, because I'm an avid fan. Right now, it's hard for, they all don't sell out sometimes. Sometimes they got to switch the camera angles to make it seem like that sometimes yeah. due to the pandemic. You know what I mean? But well, you're right, though. They overall do sell out. They need to give out some of them free tickets, then shit. Like, yeah, fuck, fuck with it. With that shit, I'd be all up in that shit, man. For how, real. How big are you on conspiracies? Conspiracy theories, I'm huge. Like my, my brother's name. <laughs> He's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to him. You know what I mean? Like, that's he working some that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, His name is because I'm about to say I see yeah featuring conspiracy on yeah, something. Like, yeah, yeah, we we big on that. You know what I'm saying? I could talk all day on that shit. Yeah. For real. Um, do you, uh, do you believe in aliens? Yeah. You think they walk amongst us right, right now? Huge possibility. Okay. Well, uh, all right. If it, if it came to it, um, uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to say if you, you went to the donut shop or not, I ain't going to say none of that stuff, but would you take Neuralink? If it came down to that or another vaccine shot, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. This is the best way to just say something about that shit, like about the vaccine shit. If it's broke, don't fix it. Yeah, um, if you know what I mean by that. <laughs> so you know, and that's me, bro. What if? What if? I can survive West Nile, Ebola. Swine flu, you know what I mean, they like, yeah. <laughs> gave niggas smallpox, everything. We still like ticking, like, yo, man, just stop shooting us with shit. Oh, <laughs> do you think? Uh, I mean, but um, Elon Musk got this thing called Neuralink. Are you familiar with that? I heard a little bit about it. Yeah, you kind of like, uh, yes, yeah, almost like magnets or like you could say earbuds or something that go. And and then, or I think it's an implant in your brain too. Like I think they got one of those, but it's like basically. Yeah, I don't do implants, bro. You wouldn't do that. I don't do chips. I don't do chips in the veins. I don't do implants. What if it was free? What if it was free? I'm a roster man, bro. Giant design designed me to you know do that shit, bro. I don't even eat pork, fam. I'm not even supposed to eat beef, my nigga. But I'm a burger addict, so you know that's my (laughs) mission. You feel me? that like you know, I don't even eat pork, bro. I'm real hard on that. Okay, another, 
Another yeah. scenario. What if uh <laughs> being honest, man? I'm just a different breed of nigga, bro. So so you wouldn't take so you wouldn't take Neuralink to have the internet like instantly in your body. You could just download, you know, things by swiping your hand. Hey yo, big homie, Jay birthed me with that shit. You know what I mean? The creator didn't birth. I didn't come out my what mom. If, what if the, Joe Biden with, with that talent? What if Joe Biden and Kamala Harris? Here, what if Joe Biden say, "Hey, it's the right thing to do for a I black ain't even people"? Vote for <laughs> you know, so they opinion is the sandwich to me. It all depends on my appetite. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't even vote for them. Like, <laughs> I think Trump need to be back on us right now. It was control <laughs> chaos. Yo, it was control you... chaos when he was in. We don't know what the fuck going on right now. Our president is like on his last limb. That nigga looked half dead last time he I seen. Man, look, man, this shit is crazy, man. I don't know how the fuck every what. I don't know why they voted for uh I, uh for that dude, man. Donald Trump clearly could be the president, and a lot of shit wouldn't be as fucked up. Like it's getting dark. exactly, bro. <laughs> it's we really don't know what's going on with this bad dude. Bad can die any day. Any day. Hey, you know what I'm saying? But then you got people that's like, oh, well, anybody could die any day. That's just logic. That's that's physics and that's life. No bullshit. This dude looked like he on his deathbed, like trying to give us speeches. Like, like that he, nigga bad. Like he's yeah. doing bad. They put this old ass nigga in there to get the real one out. Yo, they probably yeah, man, like I've seen videos and shit that said um one conspiracy is that he he is not Joe Biden. Joe Biden already had died. They got the date that he died on and shit. And then they got a lizard, him as like a, a Anunnaki lizard, you know, well, alien lizard, you know what I'm saying? And you seen the Simpsons, right? Yeah, you man. Dude, it's some crazy conspiracy. The, alien, the, the big ad alien octopus niggas. <laughs> The Simpsons, you ain't never thought about it. The Simpsons predicted everything. Yeah, they you know do, that, man. Right? They, they, they do. Well, think of the Simpsons. They ran by five. This shit ain't far-fetched, bro. Like right now, planet Earth, life itself, this illusion that we in, is a movie now. It has come past. It came to pass to be the shit that we love to go watch, my nigga. Yeah. That's my opinion. We are characters in our own films and everybody else's films. If you my cousin, I'm a character in your movie. You my friend, I'm a character in your movie. Yep. You my friend, you know what I'm saying? It's vice versa, you know what I'm saying? We are literally living in a movie right now, bro. So where, I mean, I believe like Charlie Murphy, God bless him, long live his soul, man. He said in a stand-up one time called, I will not apologize, go check it out if ain't nobody seen that shit. That nigga said, whatever the fuck you possibly think is going on on planet Earth, it's either going on, about to happen, or ain't happened yet, but it will happen. You feel me? Uh, we are at capacity on planet Earth, bro. We're at capacity. Yeah, all of these minds, all of this consciousness. Human population, bro, we're at capacity. That's so true. whatever the fuck you possibly think can happen is going on some fucking where. So, There's too many of us for it not to happen. So do you, have you ever heard of the Georgia Guidestones? The Georgia Guidestones? Guidestones. They're, nah, like, they're like big, they're that. like stones by uh put there. It was paid for by some mysterious guy, and it's somewhere in Georgia. 
and it's uh every language uh it's like all of the current languages put together and it's saying we need to uh bring the population down to two two million people yeah it's in georgia like check out the georgia guidestones like if you ever get a chance to you know just do a search that's deep man yeah man it's right here in georgia like you can literally go take a trip and go see it uh I'm I'm in Atlanta, so it's probably maybe an hour away from here, something like that. So yeah, I know it's not far. So, yeah, oh, I can man. feel you on that. So so you so have you did you um how is Stone Mountain? You know, a lot of talent come from out there. Hey, it's it's, it's Grammy out here, baby. This 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 the dark side. This Childish the Gambino this, come from out there, like uh, it's fucked up over here, man. This 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 the dark side, bro. Like you know what I mean? Like adult men, we we go to work and go home. Don't <laughs> hang out out. Yeah, you Is know, it, and then Lord, Lord forgive me, I come from it. I was running these streets somebody years ago, twenty years ago. You know, out here doing yeah. my dirt. So, you know, being able to see it at this age now is like I can't be too much ashamed of it because I'd be thinking to myself like well shit you know you, you part of the reason why a lot of this shit is yeah it's but you gotta stay mindful you know it's hot yeah. like put it this way most niggas on the east side when you bring up Stone Mountain or where I stay at they be like nigga you in, you in a hot ass such and such hot ass central drive yeah, it's, it's what it is bro it never toned down like if anything it got more lit yeah I was gonna say that's how These they uh that's how they kind of that's how it's kind of um like that's how it is it's like you like like even the street life like you could get out of it but you know it's still gonna be a street life because it's in a system it's within a system that which is not yeah. which is not confined to being black or or white or none it's of that rich, it's just like that system requires some people in it it don't matter yeah, you got you got rich and you got poor. Ain't no middle yeah, class, bro. Right, right. And that system just requires some people. It don't it don't matter who the fuck it is. Long as some people do in the streets doing that shit, because they supplying the drugs, they supplying all this shit. They supplying everything. Right, man, you're not getting this shit by, by coincidence. Yeah. You feel me? Back in the day, man, like in the Bronx, you know, Grandmaster Cass said, nigga, they they dropped a, a fucking pack. Uh, you know, a dust in the Bronx in the 70s. You know what I'm saying? He's like, nigga, you'd be smoking dust too. Yeah, yeah. They just dropped it in the neighborhood. You just dropped it. So, so one man went... The government did this day. Yeah, yeah. One man went, went, did it, and one man went, started selling it. Yeah. You the know creation what I'm of the function. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I, I watch, uh, I watch this show, uh, this throwback on Joe Biden before the election and all of that shit. And I seen where in the nineties, he was talking about that. It's the same day Hillary said the super predator thing because Joe Biden was like, I don't mm -hmm. care what started it or what happened. We need to end it. You know what I mean? Like he was basically saying that. And it was like, damn dude, y'all gonna just drop drugs and then say, you know, and she started calling them super predators. I also call myself a super predator cause I know I am, I'm immune to any bullshit they got to come my way. I'm immune to it. I'm good. Uh, Y'all made me stronger. <laughs> we made Real shit. Yeah, it's billionaires. Dr. Dre them wouldn't exist without crack. You know what I'm saying? Come uh, on, bro. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. The yeah. bros, um, you know, all these <laughs> niggas, well, he ain't no billionaire, but I'm just saying these rich niggas wouldn't exist 
without some sort of drug funding use, you know what I mean? Like, they all come from rap a lot, murder ain't, terror squad. They all got drug history past. Reasonable yeah. doubt came from bricks, man. Yeah, like real you know shit. Like Jay-Z's Rockefeller records came from bricks. It came from cocaine, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That shit came from the streets. Yeah. You feel me? Like, <laughs> you know, that's what niggas was dealing with to get in the rap game. Like, they, they tell you, like, I know you seen nothing about that movie, right? Yo, that's my shit. You know I'm from New Orleans, yeah. Boy, see, <laughs> that, that, man, that shit makes all the sense in the world. Because I ain't going to lie, I did not know you was from New Orleans. Yeah, But it man. makes all the sense in the world now, bro. Like, yeah. hell yeah. So you remember the scene where P go see the fat man? Yeah. And the fat man be like, bro, fuck this drug shit, man. I'm about to get into this music shit. I remember P was like, what you mean, bro? He had fat man. I was like, nigga, I'm about to, you know, get some rappers. You're right. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to make this money look legit. He didn't necessarily say legit. Just make it look legit to where they'll leave him the fuck alone. Because now he got a record label. Yep. You feel me? Yep. He's getting yep. some rappers. He's, he, now he's a CEO. He's getting his Jay Prince on. Yep. And that's, that's when P got the idea to put Silk on in the movie. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So... I look at it like, nigga, that's that's just it's it's hand in hand. It's it's like a, it's a vicious cycle, man. <laughs> it's a yeah, because I mean, but what, what? How else do we get into this shit? Yeah, and how else would uh the Fortune five hundred companies run too? They do it. I mean, it's the same. It's 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 around the board. You know what I'm saying? Like Vegas. Yeah, I love like, the Wolf of Wall Street, man. Yeah, like, it's like yeah, it's like we don't like we openly know that Vegas is ran by the motherfucking mafia. We know this. We all, as American citizens, know this is a fact. And, and I love it. And Vegas we, is the shit. I love yeah, it. And, and we. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, you was just out there. Yeah. I seen the pics. I was like, "Yo, this dude is crazy." That's why we said I smoke you on the table. I said he probably can hang. He he, he definitely can hang. <laughs> bro, I, I hate to brag, man, but you know what I'm saying? I, I got all sorts of these around the house. Like, you see oh, these man. boxes, whole boxes. Now, they empty, don't get me wrong, but this, this is the past. You know, this is the life I live, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everywhere, man. These different boxes, by the way, man. They, they all over the motherfucking place. But they worthless right now because ain't a, ain't a blunt that I can roll up in these bitches. You feel me? <laughs> I definitely blow my face down, bro. That's, that's just definitely how I live, man. I ain't even bragging. I, I'm just telling the truth. I am a super smoker, like the song said. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I'm what I'm saying was, uh, yeah, like, we openly know that the mafia runs Vegas, and everybody know that, and we just glorify it. But, like, with us, we, we think it's so, you know what I'm saying, like, I don't know, so crazy that the things that we do to try to make our money stretch. And I and I tell a lot of people a lot of time we black men like just, you just imagine being a black dude ain't nobody like if you win everybody with you but when you losing everybody gonna laugh at you and they ain't gonna give you no money to get back up they just gonna laugh at you yeah. like it's hard yeah. as shit like they ain't gonna even try to give you a shot <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm like it's real like you gotta be it's winning real. like so we're the type we, we gotta be winning so I big up. Anybody that make it, I don't give a fuck how you make it, but like long as you yeah, feel yeah. successful Straight inside, up. yeah, man, we can, we we all can go on tour together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like shit. Yeah, man, like, I salute anybody trying to get some money. I'm open to work with anybody yeah, trying to get some money. Yeah. I'm receptive. You did? Yeah, that's what uh, that that's what it is. What what next projects you got coming out, man? 
Man, you know, I'm at this point in my life and career where I'm done playing. So, you know, there's something special coming, you know, real soon. You know, I'm not really, um, I'm a different artist at this point. I'm, I'm not one to promote the shit that I'm, you know, that I'm gonna do. I just drop it and my fan base <laughs> cling to it. Like, oh, he's, he's back. He's yeah, out, he's dropping something. You know what I'm saying? Dude, so, makes you sense. know, all I'm gonna say, big homie, is I'm done playing, you know? And, you know, um, you know, February 28th is the two year anniversary of Two Track Friday. So, you know, oh shit, everything go hand in hand, you know, just keep your eyes open, you know? That's all I can say, anything can happen between February 28th, you know what I'm saying? And 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 so on after that, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm, I'm gassed to do something special for my listeners, for my viewers, for my fans, for my people, for my supporters, for people that fuck with me. So I definitely got something coming and I'm gonna just say it again, I'm done playing, man, you know? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I'm done playing. Cause, yeah, man, because like, and then that drop time, I'm going to be honest, I've been talking to artists lately because I always tell people like, drop winter music in the winter, drop summer music in the summer, drop, you know what I'm saying? Like when, you know, the seasons to drop and like how long to sit on your shit. And you know, that around that time, next quarter, like the beginning of the next quarter, oh man, it's about to be a motherfucker. Because that's the music that's yeah. going to take you throughout the year. People, people, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the music that's going to take you throughout the whole year, man. Or, like, it, it catch that buzz. Like, so I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to anything you drop, but all of the stuff that you already got, I'm getting ready to play the fuck out that shit. And um, hopefully, man, yeah. We I appreciate can, it. Man. Yeah, man, if you make a million dollars, yeah, throw me a three five. Hey, man, it's a fan of a fan situation right now. I'm a fan of you, bro. Shit. For real, I fucks with you, bro. I fucks with you, fam. And, and we're gonna do some shit together, man. Like, let me um just get at you, you know what I'm saying? Get, get a little time to get at you, but this is gonna be published on uh, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, man, iHeartRadio, you name that shit. It's gonna be That's on social up, media, man. daily motion, um, everywhere. But where can we like uh interact with you to find you the most, man? Like, uh, Instagram. Instagram, okay, yeah. You can DM me on Instagram, Facebook, DM me, you know what I mean, and YouTube, man. Like, you can hit me in the comments. I'll talk back. Yeah, you for feel sure. me? Yeah, that's for definitely sure. the best ways to fuck with me. Yeah, man. And everybody, follow the links that's on the screen. Uh, and yo, yeah, by the time the recording is, it's gonna be like links and shit on the screen. So, <laughs> so uh, follow me on the links in the, uh, on the screen. Man, it was it was dope, man. And uh I know you uh possibly want to smoke, probably got a piss to do something like that. So man, I ain't in no rush at all, bro. I just put my phone back on the charger, bro. I can talk to you forever for real, bro. Oh dude. shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. What's up, uh, bro? But yeah, let me oh, all right, then I got a few more things. Uh what's your process in recording? Like you go, are you one of these punch-in rappers or are are you one of these uh I write everything? I mean, how do you get all of your lyrics down. I write in, I freestyle. But mm. I don't believe in the art of punching in whatsoever. Mm. I don't come from that. If I can't, I'll do 101 takes before till my shit get wrecked. And don't get me wrong, I have one took hovid as we like to call it around here, you know what I'm saying, for the people I fuck with. Yeah. We like to call shit one take hove if you do it in one take in. You I know I know I what that is. Toot, I ain't trying to toot my own horn or nothing, but I didn't. 
did that countless times. You know what I'm saying? But I also have taken, it, it will take a hundred takes for me to get something right because after a while, it's about your impression about how you want it done. You might say one word out of a whole 16 that's just, just not comfortable with you the wrong way. So you might have to record it all over again. You know, so I'm one of them artists in the studio. It'll take 100 takes to get it right. I'm going to do 100 takes. You feel me? I, I don't believe in all the punching. I wasn't I wasn't built like that. I wasn't trained like that in the business. I, I never That's cheating, man. knew that shit was effective. Like, until I start, um, I start selling studio time, that's when I learned what punching in was because um, the artist that I was selling it to was doing that shit. Do you um and it was do you I didn't mean to cut you off? Do you often um record other artists? Not like I used to, but I've done that shit for a prolonged 10-year span. Like when I got my studio, you feel me? I just got some little equipment, the pro tools and the computer and the mic yeah. and the speakers, man. And you know, had it at my apartment. And I was, you know, recording people for years, but it wasn't just for studio time. I had a squad called ODMG that's tattooed on my hand. Mm. Overdose money gang, and you know, we all we would do is just get high, get drunk, and record music. What you know, hold on, hold the on. Make money. What was that name again? Overdose money gang. Yo, that shit hard as fuck, man. Like, yo, that's a, <laughs> yo, that's a hard ass name. Shout out, shout out to that. Shit. Yeah, man. I mean, we were just a collective of cats that just felt like shit. We got one thing in common. We gonna OD on his money. We can never have enough of. It. That's it, you know what man. I'm saying? So I like that, man. Like, do you um how many films have you put out? Like, how, do you get on film feature? Do, I, I, I oh yeah, I'm an actor, do, director, yeah. movie writer, got a film company called Pit Films. That's what I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got I like um, over 20 to drop films. I got um Kill QT the movie. I, I want to say I got four movies out, like solid films, besides the pressure and the drought series. I got this shit called Roommates, the series, too. That's a straight comedy with me and my brother Shaq and Augusta. We, you know, we was roommates, and we made nine episodes of being real-life roommates. Just being Fuck assholes. out of here. I got to see this, man. This shit is hard. And like We used our characters from the Pressure and the Drought series. Because in the we... Pressure and the Drought series on there, I, I play a character named QT. He played a character named City. City was the dope boy. QT was just a customer. He mm. called QT um, broke again. Like he said, you ever heard of NBA NBA young boy? You know my character be like, yeah. He is yeah. like, would you just ba? You just broke again. Oh shit! And he said he'll never be broke again, but you just broke again every time <laughs> I see you. And it made my character QT flip out and go rob his plug, and he turns oh, out and becomes a roommate with the plug that he robbed. Imagine <laughs> that. <laughs> That's lit, yo. Yo, I got shit. Where can yeah, man. Look here, man. Yeah, he finna bring it back. Yeah, he finna bring it back. Check this out. Yeah, check this out. Yeah, he got it. Hey, ain't got no money. Yeah, I got a bad note. Yeah. Where the bag's I got, I got. This, this car right here, that's, that's, uh, 10 bands. Hey, man, look here. Fuck that Monopoly money, man. Oh! We talk. Oh, you see that? I got 13, 15, 10,000, 13, 15. 10,000. Oh! This is not how this works. Shut your ass, Turn your music down. 
What's his name? We don't even know. How do you hear his music? DJ, turn it down. I thought you turned the shit. I thought you was niggas singing. I don't know him. I found him on Craigslist. Nigga, it don't matter. You ain't finna bring shit back. Let's wind the clocks back a year. These cops and lawyers wouldn't dare cross any of you. What happened? Did your, your balls drop off? Got the toast with the bread, then we buttered it. Gave it to them raw when they just discovered it. Peter Pan, man, goddamn, there he go again. Bam, 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 Bigelow again. Stock exchange, the pocket things. Got me feeling like Ali, it's the boxing ring. Rope a dope on niggas, go smoke on niggas. It be fine, motherfucker, cutthroat on niggas. No hope, my nigga. Razor edge, feel like Scott Hall. Bitch try to get me out my drawers Flow like next moms, no Brooklyn, just Brooklyn No hands shookin', get your block tookin' Hostile takeover, your bitch need a makeover Pull over, oh yeah, you got the break over MB5, they see my shit from the line Swiss, one more time Be careful, you might overdose Be careful, you might overdose Be careful, you might overdose This that Pino one hit be careful, you might overdose. I mean, be careful, you might overdose. Be careful, you might overdose. This that it be pop. Where the fuck we need a cut for? I swear they can't feel they face. They gotta take dog food just to balance out their heart rate. That's what this is. No need for water whipping. Fish scale head is purest. Please be careful how you do shit. No bacon soda, boys, is added again. Got the track jumping like Jack Rabbits again. Those bleeds are expected whenever you play this record But don't they always come back for more? Don't y'all? Y'all been mistaken, we rock for heat rock So we had to flood the block It's short the services ain't needed no more Get the fuck Break on. over, time to take the game over I'm back swinging heat out this pen Like I'm Millie rocking with oh flamethrowers Y'all had to run, nobody on the top spot forever no, I'm coming no. to get you, word to Kev, you know I'm a killer I'm coming in on some invasion shit Nigga, Trump era shit Make hip hop great again Fuck it. Empty your pockets. Empty my pockets? Yeah. Empty your pockets. Alright. Break, right Oh, screw. Oh, shit. What the hell? Kill a band-aid. Gotta be around this motherfucker solid. He always needs band-aid. Who can't need all them band-aids? He know he some shit? Man, I don't know. You seen this nigga lately? He cut the fuck up. Bruise and scar, bar fights and shit, wild animals. I don't know. You know, get this nigga name killer. I don't remember shit. Be careful, you might overdose. Be careful, you might overdose. This that ain't be five. What the fuck we need to cut for? Leave you in dire straits, folks trapping, telling people that it's fire when it ain't. My generation lost his marbles and I'm trying to relate. Certain niggas sad bitches, that's the kind of shit I hate. Everything's hopeless, no ambition, bitch. I hate hope and hope invasion. Who in the hell left the gate open? I'm a straight beast when I do on instrumentals, they think I hate beats. 
Babies starving kids clean the dish after an eight beats. I'm just saying, I'm going super saiyan on these Dre beats. Headphones blown, flames sparking on my air range. Backpack, trap rap, no matter the chitter chatter. Fully automatic Mars, rat a tatter tatter. I suggest you build a wall between my jaws and mad dominoes. Yeah, my phone, they should let me on full nominal. Obviously, my nigga, I can't hear to make a statement. Name killer, aka the slide after Jada. Be careful, you might overdose. Go find where can we go watch this man? YouTube, all of us on YouTube. What man, what the fuck have I been looking at? Like, yo, like, yeah, so yeah, I'm fucking with that. Everybody go watch this right now. Like, okay, so yeah, you like got... when you go directly to my slash piff page on YouTube, mm-hmm. go to that one where it say 484 subscribers. Go to that one, big homie, and that way you'll be able to see all the videos I put out, it's not just music. That's where the movies is at, too. Like, I got this other movie called um, C-A-W, Crooked-Ass Wrestling. It's about this crooked-ass wrestling pr- promoter named Mr. Crooked. You feel me? Played by me. You dig? I got another film called Kill QT, where it's basically a full-length movie spawned from the Pressure and the Drought series where everybody's just trying to kill QT. QT's a fuck nigga, and everybody trying to kill him. He was just doing fuck shit, and they, they want him dead. You know oh, what I'm saying? Then wow. um, I got another film. Let me see. I got C-A-W, got Kill QT. Um, Janky. How the fuck can I forget about Janky? That's the shit. It's about a Janky record um, promoter named Janky. Yeah. Played by my brother Jack. <laughs> you feel me? Like, I got to <laughs> Janky's funniest fucking shit. How the fuck did I forget about Janky? Damn, we got Janky and we got Janky the Deluxe Edition. Like, basically, like, the full, well, not the Deluxe Edition, the extended version. So, it's two versions what? of it out there. There's some scenes in the extended version that's not on the the, the first janky you did. So it's, it, it causes you to want to watch both of them. So how and did we... Make, my yeah. bad. Oh, no, no, no. You straight. I was about to say, how did we get this damn far into the interview and didn't even mention this? Like, this is so much. Like, I'm fucking with this, fam. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. Like, real shit, I thought shit, you did man. a little like, acting, but now nah, you got some fucking material out. Yeah, yeah, man. Real shit. I'm trying to remember the last one. Oh, yeah, it's called Mask Gang. I got a movie called Mask Gang. The, um, it's, it's a mockumentary of the American Mask Gang basically making fun of when the country had to start wearing masks. Oh, shit. You one of them guys. It's over with. <laughs> they coming to get you, fam. They is. <laughs> they coming to get you. Yeah, that shit funny as hell, bro. <laughs> this shit is called the um the mask game, the uh, history of the American mask game. Yeah, they want you to do a 10-year challenge tomorrow. Watch, you'll get a notification. <laughs> do the 10-year challenge so they can come get you. <laughs> I definitely gotta watch it before they come hey, get hey, you. Man, shit funny as hell, bro. For real bad. It's just basically like we're not really like per se making fun of America. It's really like subliminally making fun. Yeah, talk that talk, man. Uh, I mean, other pandemic, like we're not literally making fun of other pandemic per se. We making fun of of it subliminally. Yeah, you know and, what I'm saying. Like I, when you watch it, you got 
it's different mass gangs on there. That's basically like basically we predicting the future. Like in a minute, it's gonna be mass gangs. You're gonna be you're gonna have this mass gang. You might have this mass gang. You might have that mass gang. Ain't nobody gonna trust nobody. So you're gonna have to get it in colors as far as like picking your mask, like how you got bloods and crips. You're gonna have bloods and crippings, you know, red and blue masks, like oh black masks. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh uh, nigga, you, you with this vaccination or we with that vaccination. We won't fuck with them, we don't fuck with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're right. We was just making fun of how it could possibly cause division. So we already up on it, making it seem like it already happened. You it, know what I'm saying? I'm it's, with it, man. Cold. That shit sound, you know what? Now that you explain it like that, that's so logical. It's probably going on in at the beginning stages now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure, like man. it's probably already sure. in the in, in the brewing right now. I'm happy yeah. you say that, man. I'm gonna go check that out, man, because that's that's crazy. Have you ever thought about yeah. doing a horror film? Yeah. I'm glad you said that. I can't I wait to black people start them. doing horror films again, man. Remember doing my I got a part two, I got a part three. What? It's, I, 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 ain't, I ain't did them yet. Don't get me wrong, but they're in my brain. They've been premeditated. They've been premeditated for years, bro. They're going to scare the shit out of people, especially from the ghetto. It's called Crevices. One, two, and then you got the Roach King. That's part three. It's basically by Roaches, my name. Roaches? Yeah, hit the button. Yeah. Damn. These are horror films about Roaches. That nigga say Roaches? Oh, my God. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. Something a nigga can relate to. <laughs> Straight up, you know, it's like I feel yeah. like I'm I can put this out there with no problem because nobody's gonna be able to steal this idea. Man, like, you, you can't steal that. It's about you trap. No. Man, you're not gonna be able to tell the stories that I'm gonna be able to tell. That's it's fiction wild, mixed with, this shit's fiction, it's 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 inspired by non-fiction. Where are you gonna get the roaches to cast this at? That's what I'm saying. Once I um get to um finally put the scripts together. You feel me as far as like writing them? Because I ain't gonna lie, I haven't wrote these shit, but they've been in my brain for over 10 years. Shit, like I can tell you all about them. You know what I'm saying? Like if you used to ask me about crevices, I could break it down to you. Like the shit's out or something, man. You'd be like, what the <coughs> fuck? This, this, is, this, this is what you got in your brain for? Yeah. You feel yeah me? It's been there for a long time. Like it was inspired off true life events. I, so I, it's a blend of fiction and nonfiction. I don't, I mean, yeah, you don't have to really go and too far in detail if you don't want to, it's all good because I know how it is being a creator. But no, you know, it's just it put it this way, you know what I'm saying? I had a big homie, <laughs> got a big homie, <laughs> God bless him. Nay Duke, he big bro of mine, and you know, he was sleeping on the couch in my apartment in my um apartment a long time ago when I had an apartment, you know what I'm saying? And um Roaches used to crawl on him in his sleep. You know what I'm saying? And he <laughs> So, you know what I'm saying? He woke up and he would wake up and kill him and be like, you know what, bro? These motherfuckers is crawling out the crevices. And I was like, that's it. That's it. Crevices. Because we had this couch. Like, the couch even had a history. Like, we got this couch from a person that got it from another person. They got it from another person. Yo, yo, true so, that. So this couch was in bandos and drug houses. Yeah. <laughs> This couch accumulated a history of roaches. And then, and then it wasn't no pull-out couch. You couldn't oh, pull out, like, no pillows out of it. It was a straight pleather couch. You know what I'm saying? Yo, and <laughs> these roaches used to crawl in and out of this pleather couch. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? So that's where crevices came from, because bro was like he would try to kill them. And they would run into the crevices of the couch, and you couldn't get them. You had to wait on them to crawl back up. <laughs> into the crevices on this man. I just looked at him crazy like that's it. Crevices. 
And I just started formulating the movies right then and there, man. And these was like maybe 14, 15 years ago, bro. Man, this shit right here. Man, this shit right here. Man, um, I love it, man. Like, look, man, yes, man. Like the smoke and what and what I'm hearing right now. This is great, man. Thank, thank you, man. Thank you for this, man. This thank is, you, man. Yeah, man. Shit. Thank you, big man. No, man. Thank you for this shit, you. man. Cause you giving me something. I like, like when I go back to watch the shows, I love, I love it, man. I love hearing the stories. This is one of them ones. This is one of the ones, so you gotta do that movie. Like, get on that motherfucker. I will, I will be one of the niggas getting attacked by Roach. I don't care. Like, let's hey, make yeah, it happen, I'm, man. I'm gonna put it to you this way, right? You could go ask ESU, ask ESU if Piff been asking you about doing a movie lately. He's gonna say, yeah, he been talking to me about filming. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Go ask E. Trust man. me, I'm plotting and pondering, man. I'm, I'm definitely plotting, man. I'm just embracing the universe and everything you got to offer, man. I'm plotting if. if if I, if I see it, it's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? So at this time, it's really just about timing, you know, because I, I got a few movies pending that I got to bring out before I bring out, you know, before I even start on crevices. Yo, that's but I will start the writing process and get that out the way so the scripts will be done. You feel me? So I really appreciate you telling me that straight Damn, up. Damn, yo, man, this shit is hard. Like, it's, it's, it's funny that you, even what you said is about, I'm still, like I say, like, I guess when we go through editing, and during this show, I'll be able to just laugh some more. But like, I'm really excited about that shit. <laughs> For some odd reason, that's the realest shit. <laughs> realest shit. I don't think you know what you just said, but hey, man, it's processing over here. <laughs> it's processing over here. Real bad. I'm like, yo, y'all about to do it. And, yeah, I'm willing to put money behind that shit. <laughs> That's good news, man. That's good news. That's a blessing from God right hey, there. We got good work there, bro. Yeah, like, I'm one of them types. I, I, I'm going to the work there, man. We got oh, to. Carol, we we going to get it in, bro. Yeah, we got to, man. He said that. So uh, how is it uh, trying to balance? Or do you think it's just, do you think it's almost required that you do more than one thing these days than just be a rapper or just, you know, uh, like like rapper, but pretty much when it comes to hip hop, like remember you could just be a rapper and that was it. Yeah. You think now you need to have a little acting, a little more different things to do? Do you think now that they should have it, have something else going on, or you think you could just solely make it off just the rap music? No. Me personally, I, I love the hustle. Yeah. I love the hustle. I'll sell the shirt off my back if a person won't buy it. Mm. You know, because I have. So like, <laughs> being honest, I've sold a hat off my head at the motor bus. It was Damn. a camouflage Braves hat. What was it, 2004? I sold it to a homie named Henry. He's like, I like that hat. I said, give me 15 bucks. He said, for real? I said, give me 15 bucks. I sold the hat right to the neck. What? That's some real nigga shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's my right hand of God. It was the um the bus stop. I'm not even too far from this bus stop. North yeah. Harrison. <laughs> That shit happened mad years ago. So, but to really answer your question fully, like Ice Cube was one of my influences and inspirations early. When I seen Boys in the Hood, it, it kind of had me like, how do he do this? Right. Is right. he going to still rap? You know, or is he just going to act? Then by the yeah. time Friday came out, I'm a little older and I'm like, hmm, I want to do the same thing. Right. I 
act. I want to rap. I want to make movies and rap. I want to do what Cube's doing. I want to do it the way he's doing it. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. And then later on, I got to this part of where I love pro wrestling so much. I'm like, I got to have some involved in it. I got to have some stock in it or start my own company or something. Mm. You feel me? I love weed. So it's like, I got to have my own strand or get some stock in it or own my own company or something. You know what I'm saying? I love movies. So I had to do that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, cool that. it's about what you feel like you can sell to people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I feel like as, as rappers, we shouldn't be limited. I feel like we should be able to do whatever we can balance. Yeah. Do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's about whatever we can balance. Like, you know, if you got a rapper that start a cigarette company tomorrow, it might be hard for him to rap if he ain't got the right executives in line because he don't want the cigarette company to go down. Cigarette companies usually last for years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Decades. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're big fan braces off them type of brands. So if a rapper was to do some type of shit like that, I don't, I don't expect him to be trying to rap every day unless he trying to get his company in line. Yeah, the best you thing... Yeah, the first thing you hire, a lot of time I see a lot of people doing this too, even with small businesses. I think <clears throat> the best way to run your company is to have somebody else run your company. Have somebody else run it. But that's not 100% the safest thing to do unless these people got nah. legitimate paperwork, them being in charge of something. Don't let it be no homie basis. You know what I'm saying? They're going to take you, fam. Yeah, now, you let your cousin Leroy hold your business where you going, boy. You come home to some bullshit. You never know. Man, so Leroy gonna be balling off you. Leroy yeah. gonna be looking so good, nigga. Like what? What? Have you ever seen about movies, fam? You ever you ever seen that nigga uh, off of Ray, his cousin, when he was when he got caught stealing money from Ray? Yeah, he was mad. It was Pinky off of Friday. The same yeah, character. It was that nigga was mad as fuck. That's how he yeah. That's what yeah. that's what your cousin gonna do to you. You can't you can't do that shit too tough. You gotta get real life professionals that's that's, that's lined up and standard and then designed for that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like think, for example, uh, like J. Cole played basketball. He would he dropped that album off season so he can go focus on playing ball over there in Africa. Yep, he did. Because he wasn't about to be trying to rap and go to practice. But, you know what I'm saying? But I think uh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's now that's what I'm saying. Like in 2022 and beyond, because we're in a new decade, and it's almost like it being 1992 or 2002. Like, yeah, we even got, yeah, you know, so we even got the metaverse, which is going to be a new version of the internet, whether we like it or not. Like, it's just like color TV. We was in black and white TV. And we started watching color TV, whether we liked it or not. There's a lot of people who didn't want color TV to come. And yeah. it, it would never work. And and uh remote controls would never work. And now, like, that's all we got. Yeah. The internet will never work. Now we're, we're here. Now they get ready to do the metaverse. So, like, we're going to go forward no matter what. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> I don't know, man. Shit. Damn, that weed, man, made me forget where I was. But uh, <laughs> I ain't bad at you, bro. Thankful I'm still but, for it. <laughs> but but I said the word metaverse, so I know I'm talking about somewhere in the future. We're in a new decade, I know that. And we have to, it's the time that we, all of the things that we've had in our minds, like all kinds of human, all, all types of walks of life. We can actually, we're at a point yeah. where we can manifest those dreams. And we have the tools and the education to manifest these dreams. I don't know if it's the dawn of the Aquarius, like the astrologers say. I don't know if it's just 
so much information out there to where like universe man yeah but it's the universe people a lot of people get hip to the universe yeah it's a it's the first time in a long time we've been this conscious and being able to use our consciousness you know what i'm saying uh yeah. I, gotta, I gotta say it ain't got no haters because i don't you know what i'm saying like i got i got some niggas who give free promotion like if somebody talk bad about me it's still free promotion and they ain't a hater shit they still can like like if I'm throwing a barbecue, nigga, come get some of this meat. You know what I'm saying? Come eat some of this fish. You know, I don't give a fuck. I don't even want. To, I don't even know you mad at me. I don't want to know you mad at me. None of that. Like, yeah, talk behind my back, nigga. Not my face. Let's shine. Like, let's let's dap each other up. You know what I'm saying? I already, yeah, I stay strapped, so it ain't no need of me like looking over my shoulder. Or nothing like it's. You don't have expectations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's whatever. Yeah, and I'm, when you don't have expectations, you you live freer because you don't expect nothing from nobody. Yeah, so that's how I see that shit. Yeah, so I always tell the artists, you know what I'm saying, like always have confidence, keep your confidence because people don't give a shit about your bad, your downside. You you gonna have to just learn your downside outside of the public, man. That's the smartest thing to do. Keep some business outside the public. Yeah, and like your artist, sure. your artist shit, and who you are. Just stay out there and stay positive, stay happy, and don't worry about the haters. You want them to, you want them to say your name, like yeah. That's one of the reasons why I love Young Dolph so much. God yeah. bless his soul. Like Dolph kept his shit completely mm. private. You know, Charles Wright or Charles White, uh, Wright went out there. Um, he went out there and he had in his interview with Say Cheese. He said, "Man, them kids in the Memphis schools, they said about Adolph." They not sad about Young Dolph. They didn't know Young Dolph. He kept that rapper shit separate from his personal life. Them people down there mourning Adolph Thornton, the man that put food on their table, the man that paid for their education that gave them kids out there hope and dreams that say, oh, we see you, so we know we can be somebody. But they not crying over Young Dolph. They crying over Adolph. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's because he was able to keep it separate. Like, even band play said, you know, um, what's the other cat from PRE? Grove Hero is like, no, no, he never scratched the surface to show you who he really was because he was in character. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Not you're saying right. he was fake. Basically, he had that image to uphold. And you couldn't really get too much realer than Dolph, if you ask me. You know what I'm saying? That image wasn't hard for him to uphold. Everybody got two sides of the coin. And he just showed us his other side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you know, you know what? And so that goes into uh, since you mentioned Young Dolph, how how strong do you think the law of attraction is? Because now we're manifesting things very fast. You think it's the lyrics that's doing this? Man, the depths in the, the um, depths in the tongue, evil's in the mouth. It's in the force. That's why when I in the beginning of the interview, I was like, I don't really like to say the word, you know. Death or dead too much or die rather. Like I don't like to use yeah. those terms. Yeah, because that's you not know, even true. Terms, you don't want to put them in the universe. You know, it's just they there's certain words in the English language that fuck us up because we so used to using these words without knowing the actual real meanings. We worried about yeah. the Webster dictionary meaning, but we don't know the real prophecy behind that shit, the real history behind certain words that we use it. So we don't know how to use them. We just saying them. You know, yeah. when people say they on a diet, you feel me? I'm a roster man. Well, that shit just don't sound good to me. You feel me? You trying mm -hmm. to lose weight, but at the same time, nigga, you killing yourself. 
because you're supposed to have a little bit of weight. They call that healthy. You know what I'm saying? You ain't just <laughs> 300 pounds, but you don't want to be 88 pounds neither. That's just how I look at that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's just how certain shit be. You know what I'm saying? That's how people look at shit. That's how I see it. Everybody got a different outlook. Yeah, you're right. Um, that's shit. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, uh, the English language, I always tell people that creators this, like, especially writers, when I'm writing, one thing I, I learned to do, like, over, oh, well, man, it's a bunch of people, man, it took for me to put this shit together. But, like, we all live within our, uh, our imagination is our language. Say if you sp- spoke eight languages, right, then you pretty much, on, on the words that you speak, you got eight different, basically eight different, confirm personalities and imaginations because every picture is associated with a word. You know what I'm saying? So like, if you only speak English, then pretty much if I was like a computer programmer, I know all of the possible thoughts, all of the possible words because they're associated with the words, you know what I'm saying? Like the pictures and the words. So I, I could like pretty much have you in a trap. So like think outside of English, think outside of, you know what I'm saying? What's already given, like. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? You got to think outside the box, bro. Like, yeah. KRS one said one time, watch what you write. Yeah. KRS one said this, the teacher. He said this, you got to be careful what you write. My favorite rapper came out and said he was ready to die. I'm getting chills talking about it. What the fuck do we expect to happen? Now, he was saying he was ready to die because... You feel me? He was going through so much, but he felt like life wasn't good enough. He wanted to see the next chapter. You know, you seen the movie. A lot of that shit was real from his journal and how he felt. You know what I mean? He felt like the pain would go away if he died. So when you come out saying ready to die, he might have not been ready to die for per se, but putting that out there into the universe. The universe don't know no different. Well, yeah, and that's how we used to feel. When, I mean, when we was that age. Know what I'm saying? You know, like when you that age, what Biggie was what 17 to 24. You know what I'm saying? So up at yeah. that age, yeah, you could feel like you say a lot of shit that you don't really mean, you know, because you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, man, fucking right, man. I said some whole bunch of wild man. shit, you know, and pray to God it don't come to pass because you know your, your mind be out of you be out of mind, you know. <laughs> yeah, you make it past yeah, you make it past 25 as a black man, and he's like, whoo, I made it shit. And you happy yeah. what happened to Pac and what ha- didn't what happened to Big didn't happen to you because that could have happened. You know what I'm saying? Like it could happen. Real nigga shit. Because until you're 25 and you know your your thoughts are you know pretty much finished processing, like on like trying to figure shit out, then you start kind of yeah. living. And and when you start that living, you're like, whoa, I'm happy I'm alive, you know what I'm saying? But before 25, oh, it's yeah. like whatever. It's whatever, you know what I'm saying? And that's, that's yeah, it was. It was for me, man. Yeah. It definitely was for me. <laughs> yeah. It's like I don't want to go <laughs> with it. Shit, I'm a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? It's like you gotta prove so much. Man, I'm like, oh, I'm chilling, man. I'm I'm yeah. an OG at this time. Right. You know, I have I had youngest looking at me like I was on by 25, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> you blessed that that just to even even hear youngest call you that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. For real. Yeah, when when yeah, when the motherfucker call me unk or OG or whatever, I, I prefer OG. You know what I'm saying? But I, I take that because I don't want to be uh 
see, I'm 41. The the I I don't I'm I refuse to walk around being my 17 year old self or, or even 28 year old self or 30 year old self. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I'm not no I ain't doing that shit, man. I don't. You want to vote, man? It's, yeah, hell yeah, because like <laughs> they ain't who I am. Revolution. Yeah, like and then who want to glorify being dumber than what you were with than what you are now? <laughs> No, yeah, man, like, because I was, yeah, like, <laughs> like, shit, my older self was, man, I was dumb. Like, I get smarter as the year go on, you know, so I don't, like, shit, but. I could relate to that. Yeah, so do you, uh, so what do you think about this flat earth shit? You, th- you think flat earth is real, or are you a flat earther? No, I think the earth round. What if, like. I mean, I look at it this way. The reason why I feel like the Earth is round because Venus is round, Jupiter's round. From the way that they display these planets and teach them to us, they're all round. I haven't seen a flat planet yet, so why the fuck would Earth be flat? Hey, man, why why did we even have to go through that period in life to where that was even an argument? That's what I feel about it. Like, that shit was like, are we here now? Are we here now? Thank you for saying that, bro. Like, I never <laughs> even understood why we argued that neither. Like, why is this a debate? Y'all just trying to teach us something in school that ain't real? Like, or you just, and then they tell you there's no right or wrong answer. Really? So when they tell you that, that's giving you emphasis. Like, right. this shit. So when you ask, yeah, so when you ask me to draw a circle, I'm going to just make a line. That's what I'm going to do, motherfuckers. Yeah. There ain't no right or wrong yeah. answer. So you should know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's real shit. Yeah, though, I'm gonna go work with like, this. Daddy can't get mad at you for that. Like, that's not a circle, but you said Earth is fucking flat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna just make that shit flat. Like, I'm gonna go go get me some donut, go to Krispy Kreme, get a jar, and make them motherfucking straight across. I ain't making no circles. We ain't making circles no more. Right. These right. are circles. Straight up. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. That's what world we So, so if you had to piss real bad. You had to piss and shit at the same goddamn time. It was real, real bad. You had the Rams game right now. And it's the men and the women's bathroom is fucking full. And the only bathroom is there is the uh anybody trans unisex bathroom. Would you go in the unisex bathroom? Yeah. You know That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Black I'm going in my own stall. I ain't worried about the next person. <laughs> Feel you. It's people on this planet that actually see my take on that because you know we in Atlanta and there's a lot of weirdo shit go on and because I, I mean shit they gonna lock me up if I shit in the hallway. You know what I'm saying this got think about it. you said a Rams game. I'd have been to a Steelers Raiders game. Nick, you can't travel too far without seeing a police officer, a security guard, somebody of law enforcement. Right. So I might as well just stay in my seat and shit and piss if that's the damn case and yeah. just fuck up my pants. Cause you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't gonna get too far. They're gonna look at me like I'm out of my mind, like nigga, is you shitting and pissing? <laughs> Boy, get over here. You're gonna shit and piss in these handcuffs. Hurry me that shit so they can throw you in the backseat of this car. Nigga, they ain't they ain't about to allow that shit. Yeah, because they got, see, they got, now they got the uh, bathroom for, like, trans and, you know, whatever you but want to be honest with you, though, like, to think, to overthink, to think this over again, to re-review the player, the question, I would probably piss and hold my shit, because I don't shit in public. 
So I had to re I had to rethink that. Like, I don't shit outside. I really ain't crazy about that. I mean, I ain't gonna say I haven't done it, but that's not something that I'm a fan of doing. Like, I'm not a fan of favorite of that. I, I like the shit at a company. You gotta place. be a you gotta be a different type of animal to get used to shitting out in public. Yeah, like, so it's a like, public shit is a different type of animal. You know. You know, I was just thinking logic, like, would I use the bathroom? Yeah, if I had the shit like that. But it's like, is, is we talking like liquid shit or solid shit? Because if this shit liquid, my nigga, I got to go, bro. Fuck that. I ain't even going to lie to you. That shit got to go in and go about this business. But if it's solid, I'm going to let it bypass. It's going to yeah. have me backed up. I'm going to feel even more shitty as a person. But <laughs> I'll probably hold my shit and take a piss, though. I ain't going to lie. I can't hold that pee. That piss got to come out. Yeah. That yeah, it's is yeah, it's just a new world, man. So uh it's a new world that we live in, man. I think if they have a trans bathroom, it don't fucking matter, man. The cancel culture, all of that, it don't matter. We've been black men all our life. Cancel culture and, and we can we yeah, we can deal with stereotypes forever. Yeah, it's like that shit ain't shit to us. Like I ain't totally advocating for that shit because I don't live that lifestyle, but I ain't against it. Like, do whatever the fuck. It's some kids, I think in Michigan, it was on my show the other day. Uh, they identified it. Was it on my show or my daughter's show? I don't know. I think it was, check out the Riot X show, y'all. Uh, it was, uh, we did, it was the, they what they identified it as, is bunny rabbits or some shit? They identified it as cats. As cats. They, they went to school and identified as cats. And then they put little boxes in the fucking bathroom for them. So like nigga, the world is yours, nigga. Like <laughs> the kids identified as went to school, identified. You know these ain't no nigga kids. These these straight, you know, yeah, they straight all white people have to be, and fake Indians. But uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, they got they got a um little box in they yeah in the school bathroom. For them, because they identify as cats. That's what the that's the world we living in, fam. So whatever. It's the country we living in. It ain't the world. It's the country we living in. This shit ain't happening in Canada. It's the truth. This shit ain't show. happening in Mexico. It's the truth. This shit show. ain't happening overseas, bro. No, no. Imagine a motherfucking kid coming to school in Jamaica. Oh, I go on, boy. You see, you have a seat. No, Mister Timothy, me's a kitten. You take your pussy ass to your seat. No. And you're not getting little box in bathroom. You're standing pissed like a man. Yo, I don't want to hear it. No, that's just not happening in Jamaica, bro. I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it can't, we can't just fold it on the world, big homie. Yeah. Like, we, we gotta fold this shit on, you know, America. America has a huge influence. So if it's other shit going on in other country, we gotta look at it like, oh, that nigga seen some shit on YouTube in America. You feel me? <laughs> We influence these people. Like a lot of the, you, you didn't see cats overseas doing shit. Like they, they rap better than us already. We didn't influence them to rap. Now they rapping better. Them niggas rapping way you better than us, saying? dog. Way better than us. Man. Shit, I got to step my bars up. I'll be man. listening to them cats and, and over there in Britain. And the I got a African, nigga. It's some African chicks that can rap their ass off. I got a nigga on my mixtape. I think he from Australia or New Zealand. It's one of them two. And this motherfucker is Man, he's eating. It's 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 plain ridiculous. Like it's ridiculous yeah. what he doing. Yeah. I'm like, man, get yeah. the fuck out they of nice. here. They, they, this shit ain't even they real. Got a it, standard of nice over there. Yeah, and, they, and they, they doing that. And you know they doing that to impress us. Yeah, to impress us, they just want to be one. Yeah, like they dudes are die to have a feature with you. 
Yeah, they famous. Like, yeah, I got a feature like one of the ones. Yeah, we need to yeah. be paying y'all top dollar to work with us. Hey man, keep you know it out, keep it how it is because what they see is we black, we the authentic one. You know that's what they look at. Like that's really what they look yeah. at. So like, no matter how good they get, and we know it, like they still feel like man, I can let me punch somebody in the face for you. You know what I'm saying? Like anything, like they still trying to impress right. us. So like. You just got to know your God, your God self. You know what I'm saying? Like, where, where, yeah, where we really so at? We in a good place, man. We really in a good place. You know, um, would you go overseas and perform? Oh, it all depends on where. Because uh, you du- said, you just said, I'm, 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 you said a mouthful, bro. You said we in a good place compared to a lot of other places when it comes to that level. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I, w- I would perform overseas depending on where it is. Like, I wouldn't do a show in Puerto Rico. I never perform in Puerto Rico. Why you ain't gonna go there, man? Shit, that should be the shit. They, they, well, me being a strong wrestling fan, bro, they killed Bruiser Brody in the '80s, so I'll never go to Puerto Rico and perform a song ever in my life. What, I'll, what I'll if, never visit Puerto Rico. They gonna try to human traffic you out there anyway, so it don't even matter. Yeah, it's horrible out there, but the, what they it's like <laughs> what they do to you know what they do to the outsiders. It's like you know it's normal to them. You know, yeah. a stab wound like a cold. It's it's nothing to them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So the way we think, they don't, they don't think like they that over there. Like That's that. why Fat Joe and Big Pun was over here. You know what I'm saying. That's why all them niggas is over here. Hey, you hear them rap about that Puerto Rican shit, but they ain't going home. That now nah, they ain't going over there with that shit. Them motherfuckers for real, for real. Like they, yeah, they oh, like yeah, they, they like. That's why they, they different breed of everything over there, man. Mm. Like for real. So would you move to Mexico? I ain't gonna have thought about it. Move to Mexico for like a year or so. I thought about I thought that about shit too. That I was shit. like, the reason why is because you know, have you heard that? Um, I don't, you know, you got to do some research. But the last research I've done, you know, they COVID cases is like extremely low down there. If there's any at all, I could imagine they are low because nobody's out there to push it. You know what I'm saying? Like to yeah, like that's, that's duplicate it, that's and send it around. Yeah. And then it's like growing up watching Blow, you know, the Boston George story, seeing his homeboy Tuna go over there and never come back, kind of make you wonder why he stayed, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, <laughs> Hey, Real shit. It's a lot of G's in Mexico, man. Like, we'd never even know that they did nothing because they never got busted, never got caught in Mexico. That's real shit. It's a Just lot of Mexico, people over there. And it's like, you know, they actually treat the black man different out there. They don't yeah. treat the black man as with the way they the way they depict it on television, like how the cartels is racist toward the black man. Nah, it, that's it, only from American. That's only American influence. Yeah, the Mexicans American. down there, the Spanish people down there, God bless them. They treat the black man with a with a way more value than they would treat the white man down there. Yeah, you know they had slaves run down there, bro, that didn't even know they were in Mexico when the slave masters tried to go get them. The Mexican police said no. They are you. They are citizens of Mexico now. They're one of us. You yeah. can't have them. They yeah. they stood for the black man, dog. Like you know. So that's that type of shit that can't be overlooked. You know. You you're right, man. You know the name Mexican uh, means mixed with African American. I mean with African with West African. It's uh. Didn't know that. You just taught me something. Yeah, yeah, man. I know like, the Negro though. To them is you know is black. Mm-hmm. You know, they use that's you know, yeah. I drink um Modelo Negro beer. 
it's well, black, black beer, but yeah, it says yeah. Negro on it, and they they yeah. take that word serious. That's black in Spanish, but they know what it is for us, per yeah. se. You dig what I'm saying? For real. So, do you uh, think these kids need to be following celebrities, or do you think they need to just follow themselves at this point? Because, like, we was raised on shows like uh, the Cosby Show, Martin. Yeah. You know, pretty decent. Fresh Prince. Yeah, Fresh Family Prince. Family Matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang stuff like Cooper. that. And now, oh, good days, man. Yeah, now that stuff is non-existent. So, and and, and kids are programmed, whether we like to say it or not. So do you think like um, they're paying too much attention to the celebrities and we got too much access or do you like it? Uh, or, or do you think uh, back in the day how they used to have it to where like we didn't know anything about the celebrities? Do you think that was a better approach or what's your take on like the way they we consuming celebrity life and what people do and shit like that? Well, big homie, I look at it like you know, when we was coming up, we had magazines. The internet existed, but we weren't like strong people on the internet. Like, it, it wasn't a strong force. You really had to have money to have the internet growing up in my hood. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, the internet was really far-fetched for a long fucking time. We never had it in, in my household for years. It was a long time before that shit came out. So, so, you know, we had magazines, bro, and that's how we was able to keep up with our celebrities and our superstars, our role yeah. models, the people that we followed and looked at as, oh, this nigga's the shit or she's the shit, you know, like, that's how we was able to keep up with them. So it's like, I feel like being that we evolved to be able to move to that next level was kind of like shit, you know. It's really to each his own. That's, yeah, you, that's... You know, because me, personally, I, I follow a lot of motherfuckers on Instagram, but I follow them for my reason. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I follow 50 Cent on and off. You might say some shit that's negative to me and I'd be like, oh, fuck this nigga. Yeah, I might not follow him. Yeah. And, you know, then I might go back and follow him because I'm a fan of 50. It's just some shit 50 say I can't agree with it all. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, it's... It, it gets, it it's gets, really about... <laughs> my bad, bro. Oh, no, no, no. It's, go ahead. I would just really like that saying. It's really just to each his own, you know? Yeah, um... I think that uh, the dopamine levels hit us so hard. Like, like we gotta check our likes. We gotta see who did what and all of that. I think sometimes we need a break from all of that shit, especially as creators. Yeah. As creators, like we really, really need to like always remember to take a break away from it. My my break away from that shit is like retro video games. Like even in the middle of a week, like this was a week I had like shit. Well, I still I, I'm. I'm I've accomplished all my goals this week and still That's what's up. in the middle of all of this shit, I had to stop and just play video games. I just yeah, what's wrong with that? I own a Nintendo 64 right now. Yeah, 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 right. When my nerves get bad, I play No Mercy. Yeah. I can't go body slam a person in real life, so mm -hmm. I go play No Mercy and get my body slams yeah. in, you know? Just, I can relate to that. And reset, yeah, man, and just know, like, you know, sometimes we gotta just be like, man, like, everything's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, watch an old movie sometime. Yeah, watch man. Watch grew up watching like Five Heartbeats, for example. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just right. watch an old movie that you can have a nostalgia right. effect on to zone you out to take you away from reality, you know? Yeah. We all need an outlet. Yeah, you know? we we uh, I see a lot of people competing with social media, and it's like, you can't beat social media. It's, it's nothing nah, to even... Too, yeah, it's nothing even to really compete against. 
You know what I'm saying? You compete against yourself at every level, and that's it. Like success is like, man, like blessed is the person who know and feel success without it being money or even happiness or it, or any type of emotion. Like you I must, just, I must honestly say I can relate to that. I'm learning it right now. You know, it's what you make it, man. And it's what you make I'm it. I'm successful just because I woke up today. That's you know, it, man. God woke me up. So yeah, everything like, else secondary. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then I can't at, do nothing without being woke, without being alive, <laughs> without breathing. So you know, right. that's my, my primary thing. That's my main thing right there. I'm up. I'm successful. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Everything else secondary. Fuck it. And I be looking <laughs> at a lot of artists like that. Like, yo, man, like you successful because they be people. I need support. I need support, man. People support you, man. Just talk about it. Just say who support you. Big up the niggas who support you. Stop yeah, paying to the niggas who don't support you. Like. That shit don't matter. They don't support you. Man, just talk to the folks who support you. <laughs> Fuck it. Because power in, is, is in the tone. That's like what you asked me earlier in the interview when I was like, you said compared to dropping published music then compared to me dropping music now. You feel me? I know who support me more than I did then. Right. Because okay. I'm controlling okay. my yeah. narrative. You yep. know what I'm saying? It's a way to be independent. People don't know when you start streaming your music, you're not independent no more. You want major platforms. Spotify is not an for it's not an independent platform. Pandora, iHeartRadio, Apple Music Title, those are not independent platforms. Those are major platforms, bro. Yeah. And once you put your music on them, they're in charge of your shit now. Oh shit. He dropped a gym. I wish I had my little box. I got my little box. I could just bum bum bum. But because <laughs> yeah. they got, yeah, I don't have my tables on. Shit, that's a bomb. Damn, you just dropped that hard. And then see, like, yeah, you are cool with Polo Don Red, so I know all your shit together. Like, that's one thing about y'all area, because that dude even got um uh uh alcohol and shit. Because you know, like, yeah, I had it. That shit tastes good, man. Yeah, he, he got his Elo Ray shit. That shit is yeah, he banging. got one too. I had his shit. Yeah, it's just man. a little bit more spiked up. Yeah, they they spiked both up. get you drunk though. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. They yeah. both get you drunk for real. Yeah, yeah, they get you yeah. drunk if you, yeah, if you on some fuckery, man, it'll get you drunk. Like oh, yeah, no <laughs> you say that again. No doubt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Real you're, shit. You're drinking like hmm, let me test this out. Then you end up drinking them hoes. Like, yeah, like I'm drinking Passing this out, shit. wondering why you passed out. <laughs> yeah. Bottle right next to you when you wake up, like, oh, it was you. Yeah, <laughs> you damn right, man. Shit, it was good, man. Like, shit, I'm gonna wrap this up, man, because I gotta go get me something to eat. And, uh, no doubt, man. Know, man. Same here, I ain't gonna cap, same here, but you know, if you would have kept talking, I'd have kept going, bro. I ain't even gonna lie to you, my nigga. Yo, I fuck with you, DJ Metal Monkey. I appreciate everything, man. You reaching out to me. Is 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 the same as reaching out to you? You know what I'm saying? It's same. It's, it's same. Vice versa, bro. For like sure, it's man. big love for me, man. And I really appreciate you for putting me on your platform, man. Like I enjoyed you, man. Yo, man. <laughs> yo, I appreciate this shit, dog. This fun ass interview. I told you we were gonna have fun. I knew we would. Yes, you I, did. Like, yes, you did. <laughs> I ain't lying. I believe every word, bro. I couldn't like, wait to be honest, man. I couldn't wait. I I sat down and I, I that's why I held my blunt for so long. I was like, yo, because I was rolling up and I was like, yo, let me let me wait. Then I break you see, I ain't even like man. Yeah, yeah. This so beginning. I was I was being patient. <laughs> Boom, there you go. And I could keep going on, but man, I gotta give you something to eat. 
No doubt. Roll me some more weed. I'm probably going to smoke one of these cigarettes if I find one. Uh, <laughs> I fuck with you, bro. But hey, bro, yeah, not to cut you off, man. You you got playing one of my films, man. Oh yeah, you definitely, man. Films, like bro. nigga, that's any like, time. You got a sense of humor, bro, that I feel like need to be in one of my films. <laughs> yo, I ain't gonna sit here and be like, oh, you a funny nigga. Like you, you have a different sense of humor. Your sense yo. of humor is exactly how you are, bro. Like, I feel <laughs> like you done taught me something and I done learned you within this interview. Like, oh. I just like how you go about that shit. Like, yeah, if I find one of these motherfuckers, but, you know, I know I got some. Like, niggas don't even really like to think like that or talk like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. the way you express yourself is it's 100, bro. That's genuine. Man, I appreciate it, man. I definitely appreciate it, man. I ain't even lying to you. Hey, I'm going to close the show off, but I'm not about to t- turn us off. Like, I'm going to just t- close the show off. This is... No uh, Episode 263 of the Honorable DJ Monkey Radio Show. Uh, Slash Pip is my guest for the day. Uh, tell them where to see you at, man. Uh, what, what, what's your Instagram? I think it might have freed. So yeah, yeah, it, it froze for a second. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What's, your, what's your Instagram on there? Oh, at... Piff, um, at Piff eight nine. No, what is it? Damn, damn, damn. Uh, I, I want to say it's at Piff eight nine three. <laughs> hey, look, I y'all. It's, it's gonna be a link in the description, and I'm gonna have all this I shit. Gonna lie, like, because they fuck my it's Instagram. Fucked up my Instagram, man. I could be telling you an old page. You know what I'm saying? That I ain't even connected to no more. So it's like that's why I wanted to thank that shit over. Like I think it's Piff at Piff eight nine three. <laughs> yeah, that is- Yo, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna put the link in the description, man. Like this shit is this shit lit, man. I ain't gonna even lie to you. I'm gonna even put the pause in there. The, the whole pause that we just had. That's yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I fuck with you, But yeah, man. Let me. Uh, but yeah, this is episode. It's gonna be everywhere. This podcast is gonna be everywhere. So uh, check it out. Um, damn, I forgot what else I had to say on the way out. But uh, is anybody want to shout out before you uh before we go? Man, I want to shout out Progress ENT, Long Live Cheddar Rail. Shout out Big Yakuza RMG893, Pittsburgh. Shout out everybody I fuck with. Y'all know who y'all is. It's too many to name. And shout out DJ Metal Monkey. I really appreciate you, man. Shout out EI Shoot, who just shot my video, The Big Red. You feel me? Yeah. Straight up like that. And it's coming, you feel me? Um, Shout out to Two Trek Friday, man. The, the two-year anniversary, February 28th, man. You know, Ooh. so all I got to say is I'm done playing and look forward to something. I ain't going to tell niggas what, but look forward to something. Okay, what song you want us to play on the way out? Big Red, man. Matter of fact, play I Love. So what? Oh, you ain't God level appearing, it's quite apparent. But the iron on his back is emotions like Janet permission. Granted, don't panic, I'm raps ammunition. Ball for ball, I'm a prison, no competition. Eagle lie, birds eye view with this vision. I ain't rich enough to ever sit down. Not enough connections. So if I can't get his attention, I'ma disrespect him. It's that mulatto bubonic, that chronic, that opium. These rappers just high. Hell yeah, I'ma blame it on the dope in them. Hog time. 
Yeah, I feel like roping him Verbally put the scope to him Going is not from a surgeon How could I say no to him? No toothpaste You try slash pip Here's a grinder Cause a fiasco No lupe Monster among men I'm the new face of fear Rip out your nose And close your mouth Don't wanna hear you over here I'm telling you I'm coming out No need to look for me How can I respect your flow? Your whole outlook is corny My styles is what the lock says I'm hell with this Mary on my box shit But do we check all the boxes? We got people in place to keep us distracted I came to check these Hassan Campbells I'm the Kwame Brown of this rap shit Shit, I kidnap him, hold him for ransom If Flip pain worth the RJ It's time to cut off the cancer I'm AI in 98 I got them calling me to answer You looking like sweating that turban But you ain't got all the answers This that type of shit That's gonna make him wanna bump it five times yours and Dracos What the fuck we need with Fab Nass If you the ass seat champ I throw him in a river Like Austin did I'm an awesome kid I'm the honey And you more like a possum And bow Shit, nobody wanted with Slash I guess dude falling for the shit Like they they uncle in the grass Rappers get eradicated Steven Spielberg when they jot on pages This shit is outrageous Vanilla Ice equivalent made him famous Underhanded niggas miss every time they pitch With a bitch I guess dude drug free Cause he don't want it with piss Homie bluffing, he nothing out cursed up I'm Seth Rollins, let's get it poppin' He'll get demolished off knowledge Niggas sounded like fly cup of garbage You not a ghost, you a horse So go ahead and put your saddle on We see a drink chance interview You not gonna get your battle on Cause I heard he a choker Just like a non-smoker No, I heard he a choker Left the whole house open Homicide, death defying Damn, these niggas is lying Tell him meet me in the ring One strap, I swear I'm the giant I'm more like Switchblade, Jay White So respect what I write Lines hit like clips of loaded, no luck They like, yeah I'll squash and smash rappers Just stack them up Acknowledge me I'm Roman Reigns, so just line them up I'm Cyclops if you Wolverine That's a knife through a gunfight I'll blast the ops Most rappers can't rap anyway So you know they want Pop. My DNA is sinister. I'm sicker than the COVID nigga. I expose and open niggas. Paul White, hand on the throat of niggas. Immaculate, Bob Backlin. I swear to God, I'm all action. I cross his face. That's a chicken wing. Now I got him tapping. Yeah, you the past. I'm more like the future. Hop your ass back in your time machine, boy. Don't be stupid, nigga. That was fun, man. See, Ma. Yeah. Progress, Dickie Cousin. Yeah. Nigga, we don't fuck yeah. with other counters. Especially silly motherfuckers like you. Alright, man. Alright. I speak, baby, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Can a nigga just get down? Damn. Get a drink? Get some bitch ass? <laughs> no? Oh, y'all niggas just laughing at me. The clown, huh? Alright, Ikey, or whatever your name is. Um,